0: Listen, come on, yo, listen, it's 2023 and 1NB's, we're back with topics that make you use of some of your hat, forget the other podcasts, cause they all whack, and you know we always Coming with facts. It's the Brothers Podcast, the Stash Crib Report. I remember the days when we was kids in New York. Now we're judging jury up in our court. Plus we got Jay Boogie coming with sports. Hawkeye got upper host Hawkeye. PC Joe and LT known to let Boss fly. Mr. Wallace be spitting knowledge. Ryan Barton, World Tour be the hardest. Y'all so for the cartilage. So listen in, listen in. The Brothers Podcast, we shining and glistening. And listen in to the end, cause we spit Gyms, you never hear
1: podcasts like this again hey, Welcome to the Brother Podcast, I'm here with LT The Voice, how you doing?
2: Oh, wonderful, 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 brother
1: Jay Boogie, how you doing?
3: Yo, happy Sunday, fellas
1: Ryan Bars, how you doing? Just happy to be here, you know PC Joe, how you doing? How you doing, Jim? World Tour, how you doing? What's going on,
4: baby? Mr. Wallace, how you doing? going on, brother? Happy Sunday. All right. Jay. All
1: right, J-Boogie, you got sports What's real quick? What's up, brother
4: Wallace? Didn't even know you was on. What's up, brother? going on, family? Just hop on, y'all. Happy to be here, y'all. All
1: alright Jay. J-Boogie, you got sports real quick? LT, the voice said he got news. Oh, he got, well, I, I know what he's going to do, but we covering that.
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> you
2: know, besides Takashi 6 9 Besides the shootings that have been happening in the Bronx, there's been a lot of shootings. Other than that,
3: Style. Let's just speak. No, man, I'm going, I'm going to the NBA with sports. Um, it's good to see um my main man, your main Man, particularly whole guy's main man, LeBron James, back in action. Good to see him back on the court tonight. Um, got it as um just a, a staple in the in, in the NBA, but it's good to see him back. Although they took a loss to the bulls tonight, uh, it was absolutely good to see this see him back again. Um, even though Pat Bev, uh, too small to him. I don't know what that was about, uh, Hawkeye, but we can talk about that later. Um, Speaking of being back, John Morant came back this week as well. Good to see him back. Hopefully uh, he is on the up and up with things that was going on in his life. Um, In the Western Conference, Dallas, they are sliding and sliding really quick. I think that's a good thing, though, for the Lakers, for the Warriors, and a couple other teams in the West. Uh, This slide that Dallas is on. Uh, the Knicks also on a three-game losing streak. Uh, they are sliding here pretty quick, too. Um, they just need to hold on for their life. God, God help me. Um, the Kings, Sacramento Kings, could clinch, a, clinch a, a playoff berth tonight with a win. I think that's an absolute feel-good story uh, in the NBA. I think their coach is absolutely probably the coach of the year, uh, although I would love for, to see Tibbs get it. I think um, hit the, the the head coach of the Sacramento Kings absolutely deserves it. Ben Simmons out for the rest of the season. There's been a there's been a little bit of rumblings about him over the past couple of days about his future uh, in the NBA and where he lies. So we'll see where that goes. Uh, the Portland Trailblazers also plan on shutting down Dame Lillard for the rest of the season uh, with a calf injury, as cl- uh, they are clearly out of the playoff picture, uh, and they do plan on shutting him down. So the NBA season is getting getting down to the wire. Uh, so it's going to be a next interesting week and a half uh, in the NBA. Uh, quick news on Major League Baseball, opening day is Thursday. Uh, a little bit of baseball news in the World Baseball Classic. Japan dominated again, uh, went undefeated during the World Baseball Classic. Shohei Otani uh, just probably solidified himself as a five $600 million man in Major League Baseball just for how he performed um, as they defeated the USA in the championship game. And he ended up striking out um, uh, his teammate. Um, in in the for the final out to to clinch the championship uh, over to the NCAA Final Four starting to take shape. Connecticut, who I, I doubted uh, very, I, I, I doubted Connecticut a lot, uh, but they look incredibly strong and they have been winning uh, and winning like in a dominating performance. Uh, they absolutely destroyed Gonzaga today um, or yesterday. They destroyed Gonzaga, but they they look really really good. Um, K-State in Florida, FAU, Florida Atlantic University yesterday. Instant classic yesterday, 79-76 uh, victory. Florida Atlantic, first time in the history of that school, making it to the Final Four. That was an incredible game to watch. Uh, today, Creighton lost to San Diego State in another instant classic. Uh, that was a tremendous game to watch as well. And then Miami and Texas right now um, at the half with Texas up. So right now you got Florida Atlantic, Connecticut, San Diego State uh, and Miami, the one of the Miami-Texas will be the the last of the final four. Uh, I can guarantee you nobody had those four teams in the final four. So I'm sure everybody's brackets are absolutely busted at this point, uh, to include mine. And then last but not least, a little bit of boxing news. Um, David Benavidez uh, defeated Caleb Plant last night by unanimous decision. Uh, an absolute tremendous boxing match last night, but he he put on a clinic last night, and then at the end of it, um, he called out Canelo Alvarez. But I think this fight last night between David Benavides and, and Caleb Plant, um, I think boxing needed that. It was a tremendous fight last night, and then uh, Chris Colbert Chris Colbert won a, a, an absolute controversial fight. Uh, he got dropped, he got rocked, he got outboxed. I don't know how those judges uh, scored that fight for him, uh, by unanimous decision. Um, but I think it's complete BS, but he's a name that I think boxing in itself, from a pure business perspective, wants to see him continue to move forward. Uh, but so we'll see, we'll see what, where he, where he goes and move forward. Uh, and that's all I got for sports for you guys. All
1: right. Thank you for that. All right. J-B, all right in the news, um, a Delta line passenger. On the Yo, hold center. up. Um, go, um, they go, they 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 go, a
2: basketball legend did, hold up. A basketball legend did pass away.
3: Yeah, go for it. Go for it. I don't
2: what want to be next. What was his name again? Come what? on, man. What? Started with a W in my in my. Wait, in Willis, my Willis Reed. Willis, Willis Reed, bro. man. Willis, yeah, Willis Reed. Reed. That's why I said start over with a W. <laughs> Willis Reed pass I I, I I know I ain't bugging, bro. Nah, yeah. No. no but, go ahead, Joe, Because I'm about to say the and, same thing. Next. No, 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 no. And, go and, go no ahead, one more way. thing. One more thing I want to add. To ask, it's a question, really. Jay, um, when was Ben um Ben Simmons playing anyway? I, you know, I watched
3: the Brooklyn Nets game. I never seen. Yeah, I don't think it's about Ben Simmons playing as much as it was about the hype that surrounded Ben Simmons for so many years. You know, you want to get out of Philly because the environment was bad. You came to Brooklyn and it's still the same thing. I think he's probably he will go down to me in history as one of those Greg Oden kind of guys, one of the biggest busts in NBA history. Um, And I think this is the beginning of the end for him. But, yeah, to your point, he's not playing. But I think it was all about the hype that was around and surrounded Ben Simmons coming into the NBA. Uh, he didn't pan out in Philly. They made it seem like Philly was a, was a toxic and hostile place for him to be. He came to Brooklyn, and, and still the results were the same. I think his career is over.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Over to you, Ma. All right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, so Knicks fans, uh, since you brought it up, how do, you, how do you know about the passing of the great Willis Reed, number 19 in the New York Knicks, who had one of the greatest moments in NBA history by coming out game seven against the Los Angeles Lakers in 1973. He doing a Willis Reed. He was injured throughout the playoff series with, a, uh, with an injury to his leg. He came out against Wilt Chamberlain and Jerry West and took another championship for my team, hit the first two shots. And left. So anybody that comes out hurt, and they do, they say they're doing a Willis Reed. In so league. how do you guys feel about the passion of the passion of of the great Willis Reed? Go ahead, Nick Fan, Jay Boogie, Ryan Boss, Billy Craig Joe. I
5: mean,
2: he, I mean, Willis Reed did his thing while he was playing. You know what I'm saying? I really didn't grow up on Willis Reed. I grew up on you and. So, you know, but I, I I did watch this documentary about him, the history about him. And, you know, he, he loved the game. Like, he never really got a coaching job like he wanted. You know, like the NBA, they'd be shading the great, you know. But it is what it is. But he was a great dude. You know, salute, salute Willis Reed. I but got I his think, jersey and
3: everything. I think when you look at Willis Reed, I think you do look at, obviously, um, probably one of the top three greatest Nick players to ever play the game. And then, you know, obviously, with his numbers hanging in the rafter at Madison Square Garden and what he did for the Knicks, um, that, that was the last of the glory days, quite frankly, for the Knicks. We, we had some good runs, uh, but with Willis Reed, that was kind of the last of the glory days. And I think to your point, Ma, um, you know, when people come, they get hurt and they come back out, and it's always here's the Willis Reed moment. And I think that talks to the grit, determination that he had to will his team to win. Um, and I think that's a lost art, quite frankly, Uh, In today's game of basketball, the Willis Reed type moments, I don't think we will see that ever again. But it talks to to who he was, his character, uh, his grit and his determination. And I think, you know, even for me, like being hurt a couple of times on deployments, I always thought about Willis Reed. Like, let me get myself back out there to help my team win this fight, you know, in Iraq and in Afghanistan. And I always thought about it, you know, not there are no parallels uh, that could compare to, uh, to being at war versus playing sports. But Willis Reed is a guy that I always, you know, admired being a Knicks fan. Um, so uh, rest in peace to, to Willis Reed. And, you know, I think the Knicks organization will forever be indebted to him for what he brought to us.
2: Now, nah, but I'm going to be real with you too, Jay, before. I mean, you know, I feel like that's some kind of – like back in the days, right, these, these OGs, all they had was the love of the game. Like the, the money – the money wasn't there, right? So all they had was the pride and, and, and bragging rights, basically. But right now, for me, to be worth millions of dollars and play and get injured, I would not do that shit. Because, because the teams don't care about you, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you could you could give your all to a team, and we all seen it, and then once you get hurt, they just be like, well, thank you, and and, and that's it. So the teams don't really care about you. So I don't, you know, I would
3: never tell a player to play while you hurt. But they only want you when you're healthy. So that, yep. that's back in the day. I think think that's the difference of the times um of the game um where those guys and they did not make a lot of money. So you too, quite frankly you gotta remember, you gotta say be, say you they had a hold on six, hold on hold on. I think that they had a they had a bigger incentive back in those days um mm-hmm. to not play than they do today to play. Because these organizations pay an astronomical amount of money to these athletes, uh, yet they have the the freedom to just sit out of a game. Yet, yet, yet these billionaires and millionaires are paying these people uh, ridiculous amounts of money, and the fans actually are the ones that get cheated uh, at the end of the day. Because you pay to come to the to an arena to see these players, um, and you just don't get that anymore. So I think it's it, it is a lost art. The grit uh, we see it. We see it. You know, we talked about this. No, excuse me. We we talk about this with, with the youth, right? They're different today than they all, than than they were back in the days, and I think the same same could be said for the athlete.
2: But but even even with when my pops played, right? Even when my pops used to play, like the the, the his the, they didn't pay him shit. They didn't they never paid him what he was worth, right? And he never got bread for what he did. But for the millions of dollars that he brought into the stand for everybody coming worldwide to see him he never got paid for it but the owners gained millions off of it right and these guys my pops who played hurt everything and all he had was the dragon rights right and i feel like dragon rights is just not enough no more so back then it was good but then you know people got to eat people got to feed their families man and, and for, for that time when all you know, all he had was dragon rights but you know they they, 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 they the, from, the, the the employees got it from the employees got from the owners but shout out to Willis Reed, but you know I don't think it's good to, to, to play smart. Yep.
1: All right, Willis Reed had a good day. We wanted to have one of the greatest moments in NBA history. Joe, what are you talking about? The
5: what
1: <laughs> we wanted to have, wouldn't have had one of the greatest moments in NBA history. Willis walking wow. out the tunnel with Madison Square Garden in Game 7 is one of the most iconic moments ever. And you should know that, Nick.
2: <laughs> I know that. No, no, tell your oh, history,
1: listen, no. i baby boy. No, I'm a, I'm,
2: <laughs> no, I know, I know what he did, and I know it's iconic, right? Like it was it was one dude that played with a fucking neck brace on. I forgot his name. Who had a fucking neck brace? Right? I so, tell you this but, right
1: now. I tell you this. I tell you that if Willis Reed had never came out. Of the tunnel, it wasn't the one. It wasn't the one. It wasn't the one y'all was gonna lose because Will Chambers, I been research on this, of course, because I'm a fan. Chambers, he felt bad for Willis. He didn't. He wanted to take it easy on him. So that's the reason why he had a bad game that day. And um, and they were shot. Everybody was shot. Yellow, good, rich, Jerry West, or happy here all them guys were shot. It was shot. Was we came out the tunnel. So without that, y'all would have had one less championship if he hadn't have done that.
2: No, I, and I'm, not, I'm not saying nothing is wrong with it. I'm just saying a lot like, you see, like RB3, right? Look at him, Robert Robert Griffin third, right? He played hurt, and when he got injured, what happened?
3: Yeah, but that's a different sport, though, Joe.
2: No, but what I'm saying is all seven.
1: the same. Yeah, all it's a different though. sport. In this game seven. In it game seven, you know what I'm saying? Game seven, he came out for a couple minutes. He didn't play the rest of the game.
2: I know. Yeah. He just came it's it's a different time.
1: Those, those men, those guys, are built differently. The guys, men, they they built differently tough, than they man. are nowadays. Tough. Yeah, they tough. They built differently than than they are now. You know what I mean? True. Um The players nowadays are soft. Yeah, I mean, it's different. They, they're soft. The Twinkie
6: different.
2: film. Yeah, yeah they are like going to the hole right now, bro. They're going sold to the hole. They're going straight up. They're going straight up. Day
3: all day
1: right, let's All right. Ryan Barnes, you shot any day fellow Nick fellow took. He got a little of Nets history. He was the general manager of the New Jersey Nets, too. So you have <laughs> something you have both. So you should have something to say about Willis Reed.
7: Well, you know, I got love for my boy Willis Reed just because he run the championship to New York, you know what I mean? And you know I me, mean, we had something to brag about. In them days, and you know what I mean, we still brag about them days because of the fact that we haven't won a championship since then, you know what I mean. But, uh, you know, I just like to say, rest in peace. Yeah, they won the championship since
2: when? That
7: was like 72, 73, right?
2: Yeah,
7: you know what I mean. So I just like to say, you know, rest in peace to Willis Reed, and condolences to his All family. Right, I hope they, right. I hope they look out for his family. You know what I mean, and, mm-hmm. and and not, you know, let his legacy just be gone with the wind. That's my take. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, everyone. Takashi now was was uh, was beating up inside of a. La fitness bathroom. um, His 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 baby mama said the gym beating is an embarrassment for his daughter. Uh, Fully correct, Joe. What's your
2: thoughts? That shit was in Florida. I'm sorry to cut Joe off. Nah, I mean, Joe, you can go ahead. Nah, I don't. I don't really care about that gang shit, man. Like to be honest with you. Um. That shit had nothing to do with me, right? Um, I, I don't feel any kind of way about that shit at all. I mean, I feel like people should mind their business. I, I you know, dude got locked up, for poking himself, and people business he might get locked up. In, but that, I don't know Takashi in the hospital. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. you know what? They they want to they matter Takashi, right? But but what you call it walking around? You know what I'm saying? These cops that kill these innocent black kids and 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 what's this dude name in Florida that shot Tamir Rice? Um, not Tamir Rice. What's his name? One for the skittles and the ice cream. Zimmerman. Zimmerman still walking around, happy and golfing and shit and signing autographs, but they wanted to get you Black people fucking with <laughs> ah. Yeah, lady, that's what you say. It's black on black crime that we are fucking, fucking shit we, up. But Takashi Mexican or some shit, but. It, 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 it fucking, it's fucking stupid. Bro. Oh, he's still, he's still black. Mexicans is black. Yeah, you tell, just... black. you tell them Mexican blacks. You tell them Mexican blacks and see how they react. Just say. Call them Mexican black and see what they say. Oh, I'm not black. I'm Mexican. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> they black. <laughs> I used to say that shit like we all black, but everybody hates black. But anyway, it is what it is. It is what it is. I, it don't it don't
1: affect me. You don't affect the price of sugar. Fuck
2: him and fuck them, and, and fuck the dudes that jump. LT, voice your thoughts. I'm just like yo, he got what was coming to him. N- nigga saw him, in, in, in the gym, and he tried to get his clout up. That's what I look at it. Like what the fuck you had to beat his ass for? Nigga working out in the gym, you have to fight him and got chopped his eyes. Oh wow, maybe he deserved it. Maybe he didn't.
5: All right, Jake, that's but you... my
3: take on that. Yeah, I think um, you know one uh, couldn't happen to a better guy, um, and then two, I think you know to PC Joe's point. You know, there's still a lot of people ripping and running around these streets that we probably should be going after. But, you know, I think Takashi is a is an easy target for a lot of folks. But, you know, at the end of the day, uh, it's it is it's irrelevant to me uh, just because of who he is, the things that he does and what he stands for. It's it's irrelevant to me. But, you know, it couldn't happen to a better guy. Uh,
1: Ryan Barnes. Yeah,
7: first thing when I saw, you know, my <laughs> when I saw him get jumped, I'm like, yo, where's his security at? He used to always run around with security. And now he by himself out of the gym. That, that's crazy. But um they really did him in. He had him he had his mouth bloody, had him in a fetal position under the sink. I remember when I was a little um in daycare, I got jumped just like that, yo. That's my word. It was a whole bunch of little little thugs, you know what I mean? They just jumping me, you know what I mean, kicking me while I was under the sink. I'm like, yo, I gotta get up, and fight back. But long story short, anyway, Takashi, you know, he's just getting what he gave out, you know what I mean? He was a tough guy when he was rapping, you know what I mean? He was talking about killing people putting 30 packs on, people head, So, you know what I mean?
5: I see that.
7: Yeah, you know what I mean? He got what was coming to him. You know what I mean? Like, he was, what was it? The name of his tour was Test My Gangster. And then, you know what I mean? When people test your gangster, you want to call the cops or you want to point fingers when the judge is asking you questions about these people. So, you know what I mean? He, 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 he don't, he don't need to be acting all tough no more. He need to just lay low and, you know, appreciate what he made, off of hip hop. You know what I mean? Can I,
3: can I one thing too more before before you go to before you go to um, Mr. Wireless and world and world tour. I actually question the validity of this incident.
7: I me too, me too. I feel you
3: because it looked like clout chasing to me. You know what I mean? Because why was he with? He's always with security. He's always with security, and I actually question the validity of this um, because this, you know, it, it keeps his name out there. You know, you got the name of his tour, but I actually question the validity of this quote-unquote jumping that happened to him.
7: Plus, I think dudes would have done him way worse if they really was trying to do him in, you know what I mean? I think they – because when I was watching the video, I'm like, yeah, they, they kicking them, but they ain't stomping them. You know what I mean? Like, if you really had,
2: you
7: know what I mean, animosity against this dude, facts, stomping yeah. them yeah. out. You he, know what I mean? He,
2: he, just... he, he, he hospitalized.
3: So that right. could be something.
5: Yeah, he you... hospitalized. So he hospitalized. hospitalized.
3: That's, yeah, but that's what they say in the news, right? Like, that shit could be fabricated like it's nobody's business. But
2: back up yeah. to you, Mo. Yeah, facts? I'm saying. That's my take. He, he got what he deserved, then. Fuck out of here.
0: All right. You uh, messed two.
2: with it. Like, uh, for example, you
5: messed
1: fight, with it. You had your turn. World tour. Your, your, your thoughts. Uh, what was
2: the question again?
1: What could Tosche Chennai getting get in jump?
2: We uh, You know. We drop every day, We He'll do all of he do all That's it. i I I just had a good back on. Jay saying he and I on tape. He as well, not Could be a possibility to be Nevertheless, I can, The more we even talk mm-hmm. about him, take on your type of nonsense, the more he didn't stay around, man, he needs to fade the black, you yeah, know? So he outposed out here. people still question him about the outpost. that's what they're crazy. I don't know. I don't know why it is The question that you should be asking is, why Bobby May don't do that? <laughs> yeah, that's my take.
1: <laughs> so crazy, Mr. Wild, your thoughts
4: on Takashi getting jumped?
6: Yeah. Uh,
1: I mean, and, and, listen, and man, also, I mean, his baby brother's... mom saying embarrassment to their daughter. What, what was the last one? His baby mom said what? His, his baby mom said it's an embarrassment. It's an embarrassment to their daughter.
4: <laughs> to their daughter. He, yeah, <laughs> he needs to shut the fuck up. I I don't agree with that. How the fuck? if unless like 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 you know, uh, Jay and, and and Balls were saying it's a it's a publicity stunt. In that case, it would be an embarrassment. But if it's real, then nah, That's that's not that's not. You know what I mean? He can't be held held accountable for that to his daughters reputation or You know what I mean? Nah, fuck. She's stupid, man. I knew that. Yo, man. All right. All right anyway. <laughs> nah, I don't agree with that. But if it was a publicity stunt, which, it, you know, it could be. You know what I'm saying? It could be. I'm not going to take that away from this nigga. He, he, fake. You know what I mean? So, yeah. You know what I mean? It could be. If it wasn't, I mean, shit. You know? <laughs> he a him, nigga. He a victim. They're going to get him. Anywhere he goes, he evicts. And I know a lot of these people, you know what I'm saying? People are saying there's a lot of other motherfuckers walking around the streets, you know what I'm saying? We need to get and that's true, but they they evicts like like he evicts. He just, you know, he evicts. So they're gonna take advantage. That's just that's just what it is. I mean the wolves wolves gotta eat. But um, yeah, that's my take. All right. A Delta, a
1: Delta Airlines passenger on flight on a flight from Los Angeles International Airport was arrested for allegedly opening an emergency exit door aboard the plane, causing the emergency slide to be activated prior to takeoff. Uh, passengers said that the flight attendant insisted that the man sit down, but he ran to the Delta Airlines flight attendant, went to the plane's emergency exit door, turned the latch, opened the door, and slid down the deployed emergency slide. The plane was forced to stop. Passengers told the man jumped onto the back of a baggage cart where the luggage workers held him down to police got there. All right, Jay Boogie, what's your thoughts on this situation? Have you ever been in a crazy situation on an
5: airplane?
3: So I will tell you, no, I have not. Uh, because a lot of times when I fly domestically, I have my weapon with me. So I don't, I've never been in that situation. But what makes me question is, um, where were the air marshals? Air marshals are supposed to be on aircraft um, every step of the way, whether it's one, two, or three, depending on where they're flying to, uh, there should be an air marshal or some sort of federal law enforcement present, presence on an aircraft. So I question where where were they? And I think that's a question for, you know, not only the TSA, but, you know, for for Homeland Security. Because since 9-11, we are supposed to have a presence uh, on aircraft, like every time I go to get on an aircraft, I have to, I go through a certain, through a different security screening than everybody else goes through because I am carrying a weapon. People have to know that there are other law enforcement folks uh, on the aircraft that that I'm carrying a weapon. So I asked like, where were they on the aircraft? The other part about it is, you know, I watched uh, some more some more stand up comedy yesterday on Netflix. Really good. Y'all yeah, should watch it. I questioned, was there anybody on the aircraft that had a bonnet on? Because if they had a bond on, he would have never made it. Because they was gonna deal with him accordingly. So, um, but but in all seriousness, I, I really do question where was the where was the air marshal presence uh, on the aircraft when this young man did this? Or uh, and then this also questions the the training in which flight attendants get. They tra- flight attendants are not there to be you know police and law enforcement, but. You know, maybe that's something I think that they need to look at as well, like what type of training they get um for it. But that's my take. Ryan Barr thoughts. I agree with my
7: boy Jay. If the Bonnet Brigade was there, that would have never happened. It would've been like, sit your down and take this flight. But let me stop with the jokes. But um yeah, man, um that was crazy. I, I I was thinking to myself, what 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 was he thinking? You know what I mean. Like, did he see the uh Like, like on Twilight Zone when the the dude was seeing the gremlin on the side of the plane tearing up the <laughs> tearing up the plane. I'm like, yo, what was he seeing or what was he thinking that made him do such a, you know, a act? You know what I mean? Because it was like. It sounded like they was in like mid. They they was trying to take over, about to take off, and then he does that. You know what I mean? That he he about to hurt himself. He about to, you know, you could have hurt plenty of people that was on there if he would have did it any other time later. So, yeah, you know, I, I think the dude was probably you know mentally ill, and um, I don't know, man. You know what I mean? I guess. There's there's no real way to tell you know what I mean like the the you can't judge the book by its cover you know what I mean so they didn't know he was going to do that you know what I mean so you know I just think that um like Jay said it should have been some security on the plane to deter that kind of situation and um you know if he told you know Jay said it should have been like three two to three on there and it wasn't one on there you know what I mean that, that brings you know what I mean some concern like what are they doing as far as you know what I mean these these uh companies you know what I mean and the government together they got to work together to you know make this you know something that just doesn't happen again that's my take <laughs>
2: Mom, who you said? Like, nobody could hear you, bro. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah You was you were breaking up, class. Oh,
1: um, Joe. Please correct Joe.
2: Oh, um. No, nah, I just feel like I feel like it's you know, it's a mental illness.
5: Like, 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 you know, I, 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 like it. I
2: think it's I think it's just like a mental, you know, illness and dude just probably had an episode. And, and, and that's all it is, man. But you know, thankfully nobody got hurt. And, you know, everything was okay. But, but, I, but you know, it, it, like mental illness is a real thing and, and we refuse to take it serious. And unfortunately, you know, things like this is going to keep happening over and over again. You know, that's my thing. All right, Mr. Wallace.
4: Mr. Wallace. My bad. Um, my bad, my bad. You can hear me? Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, yes, there definitely should have been some kind of law enforcement presence there. That's a great point that, that Jay made. Uh, I, I do want to say, I mean, that, that's my take on that. I mean, obviously, there should have been some kind of air marshal or even, you know, the airline security. You know what I mean? Like, there should be something in, in case of, you know, erratic uh, passengers. Um, But I will, because I wanted to, because Jay said something, I wanted to um, kind of retort. I I don't think that we need to enhance the training for flight attendants. Just like I I don't believe that teachers should be taught how to protect, you know, children in in like, you know, an unfortunate event, like a a school shooting or something. Um, Flight attendants' job is not to enforce the law. They are not there to subdue passengers. And I don't feel like they should be trained to do so. Um, because if they think about how many flight attendants that would disqualify. I mean, and that's a that's a job that you know it's like Amazon, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot like nursing, you know what I'm saying? Like a a lot of people depend on jobs like that uh, for their security. And I think if we up the um, you know, the qualifications for them to get in. You know, I I don't think that's fair. And it's not something they should be responsible for. They're They're not, you know, signing up to risk their lives outside of a plane crashing or something. You know, so that's my take. All
1: right, LT The Voice, your thoughts.
2: Shit is fucked up. People need to realize what's going on and take heed to what's happening in the world today. You see certain things going on, try to fix it, speak up and say something about it. It's just bad all around. It's just bad. Fucked up situations, with the world fighting with each other, it's just, shit is crazy. I'm not gonna prolong and keep on going, but um, we gotta come together one way or another to get this shit straight. Because it's just so sad. That's my take on
1: that. L.T. The Voice, World Tour, your thoughts. Yo, yeah, yo. Shit.
5: Um, what's the question again? What's, hey, your what's question on on? the question
1: about? About the uh, the guy on the Delta flight pulling the emergency brake before it went off. Nah, man, I gotta start
2: looking at the uh, the uh, the
5: previews before
2: the podcast. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Why would you do that? Yeah, I mean, that's you know that could be being uh part of a terrorist attack. So, that, that's dangerous,
6: man, and um, did he
1: didn't
2: get his ass well, uh, off. He
1: went down the emergency line and then luggage um, guys, baggage claim guys held him Police came.
2: Okay, okay did they say why? They didn't say why. Okay, we'll yeah, never know why. Uh, you know, but, you um, that's really scary, man, because, you know, people are out there on their try with their families them. Much like that should happen, yeah, you know, the whole terrorist with the 9 11, man, because we looked through 9 11. We saw that with our own eyes. Remember the looting and you know, all that after that? Uh, we were it. We looked through that. Of we saw the things that were so That's dangerous, man. That's that's crazy, man. They gotta, um, people are unpredictable, man. You never know what people do, man. So, you know, just gotta thank God and you nothing know happened.
1: President Vladimir Putin said he plans to move to nuclear weapons and Belarus as a war to the West, as it increases support for Ukraine. All right, um, Ryan Barrs, what's your thoughts on this?
0: Could you repeat the question?
1: What's your thoughts on Vladimir Putin said he's going to move to nuclear weapons uh with the West supporting um starting to supporting um Ukraine?
6: Uh,
1: yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he out man.
7: He's something else, man, that Putin, man. I don't know, man, like uh but um it's a shame, you know what I mean. Like he, he seemed like he just want to take over that whole side of the world, you know what I mean, have it all to himself. You know what I mean. Like he on some uh, Genghis Khan type, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. taking trying to take over the world piece by piece. But um, you know, if he does that, and the U.S. has to get in, I, you know, I mean, he's saying he he would do that if the us would get in so i don't know you know what i mean i think you know the u.s they they have a obligation you know what i mean to help out other countries i know that you know what I mean? they they want to help out other countries
1: but well, sometimes I, I they i'm sorry Robert. he didn't say that the uh, u.s per se it was said that you know what i'm saying he said on television that this is like a response because Britain decision last week to send armor-pills and rounds containing depleted uranium last week to Ukraine. That's his response to that. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, wow.
7: It's it's like they trying to help and making the situation even worse, you feel me? So, you know what I mean, that's how I see it, you know what I mean? Like, they they should like, they should help you know what I mean, but how 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 far can you help them? Like, it's not like they're trying to help out with troops and with their uh weapons that they you know have. You know what I mean. So, I mean, they did send you know some supplies to help them out, but I think they need more than that. And that's my take.
1: All right, Uh, What's your thoughts? Uh.
5: Uh-huh.
2: We're like, going uh, yeah. to go uh, yeah. on like that's a bullet. That's um, the stages of war Of I mean, you know, you got to try to make a lot of Hebrew. I don't know the state of the war and he's winning and what's going on and the casualties and nothing like that, but I can imagine the shit is pretty serious as, um, you know, just as one of those wars in Africa that's Going on through our lifetime, like the media doesn't cover. i pretty. Those are pretty serious too. But nobody ever drop push that button. The new button, right? So, I don't know, man. I know this though. If, yeah, I heard you say something about great Brenton and all that. I know that nigga planning to use me. it's going, go. We already know we don't you know, really. We really gonna use it. So you know, it's
5: been crazy. It's one of those things, um, which you don't know and won't hurt you
2: until it actually bears his hand. It didn't do too late, but shit, I know, I know. I mean, Sergeant got some people four class problems to make the two, but we don't know, we don't know nothing. <laughs> all right. Uh,
3: LT, your
2: thoughts, LT? Yeah, it's shit crazy, man. Sargent so gonna take this shit over. But um I feel, in my opinion, that we need to stick together because the US is in everybody business. They're trying to take care of everything but the US ain't got nobody to back them up. And that's just, that's the scariest thing. We fight with everybody, but nobody got our back. Am I right about that? Or am I wrong about that? That's my take on that. We need to mind our business. I think you're wrong about that. But you know. go ahead, boy. I mean, I, I think I think you're wrong about that. Um, the U.S. runs the world by controlling the world, right? By us, by the U.S. being in power. That's what makes the dollar, the U.S. dollar, so powerful. So that's the U.S. gonna, do... you know, like everything. Like Putin is just so, fighting. Back, so so right? so 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 why 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 the US said if China invading Russia shit, there's gonna be some some consequences. Because China and the US is China's China is coming for the number one spot of the world. So China and U.S. is actually in competition over. So we be, should one. we mind our business or should we continue? If we don't, so fire. if 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 so if we don't mind our business, it could be detrimental to America. So America needs to be involved because this Russia Ukraine thing is in America's best interest. So why Americans ain't moving fast enough? Because Russia's a superpower, so you gotta be careful with it. So it's, this is chess. Jay, so, so, so Jay, 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 break, Jay, Jay break it down. US, U.S. and everybody else's business in the U.S. Not in. It's not in. And, it's, yeah, not in it's not. It's not. It's not the fact that the U.S. is in other people's <laughs> business. Yep. This is how America controls everything. You have to control shit so you can respect the American
3: dollar. That's what the law all, it all boils
2: down. It's all about business, man. Yep. All about business. If they let this shit go, America's going to lose power. They cannot afford to lose power. That's why we live comfortable. See, they have to be there so we could be here and not even know what the fuck is going on. So, if America loses this, then we might know what the fuck is going on. And when you know everything that's going on, it's not a good thing. So, everything is about power, right? So, if he put up a missile at Britain, America's going to put up a, 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 a new, too. So, it's just a game of bluff and, and see who, you know what I'm saying? But Russia know to be careful with America. Russia, is very careful. That's a threat. But, but that's my take.
5: Moving to move into nuclear missiles. Joe, yeah. What about the I- nuclear missiles?
6: The missiles I mean,
2: and Yeah, he, 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 he gonna move with missiles. Okay, but, but he said, but, but he said America was 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 firing missiles. Um, where he said um, he said America launched a couple a couple nukes somewhere else too. Understand? It's it's a sign. It, you know, if, if he Putin got to be careful, bro. It's a threat. You know what I'm saying he's a crazy sick. But they're gonna get him soon, man. But what about uh, what about what about China missile? China too far to get here. China, what, what, China, China, China too far. That, that, that's why they need these little countries in the middle to, to set up their military base, right? That's why that's why Russia wants control of Ukraine because if, if, if Ukraine is with NATO or America, then America could set up their base close to Russia, right? So America could strike quicker if they're next what to Russia. What about the U.S.? What about the U.S.? Everybody, everybody helps the U.S. The U.S. helps everybody. Only the black countries get shitted on. So we 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 ain't got nothing. Huh? What you mean we ain't got nothing? We ain't got nothing. What you mean
3: we don't got nothing? We got everything. the
2: US got the US got the number one military in the world, bro.
3: That's a fact.
2: Let Putin let Putin think he. Put, that's just empty threats. And then the US got more countries closer to Russia where they could hit harder, faster, quicker. So, so, so why? So, so.
1: The
5: danger. So, on, so why the danger? Nobody
1: wants a nuclear war. That's the thing about it. They both like heavyweight champ. They both can knock each other out. But, uh, you know, nobody wants that. Nobody wants all those casualties that come with that. You get what I mean? Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, well, hold, on, <laughs> hold on, real, real quick because I want to get deep here real quick. Mr. Wallace, you want to touch on this?
4: Uh, you, you know I had something to say, but if you want to go in, brother, go ahead, man. You're the, you're the expert on this. So,
3: so a couple, a couple of things I was say, right? So, first of all, we saw we saw last week um, that that a Russian fighter jet uh, came after a U.S. drone over international waters, which is both its sovereign space for both Russia. Uh, and the U.S. And they took an aggressive approach uh, and knocked the drone down um, over international waters. We will continue to, to to cover international waters for as long as it's right and legal, we'll do it. But I think when you think about Vladimir Putin and his threats of nuclear war, uh, I think it's just that. I think it's a threat. Uh, Vladimir Putin is a guy that has been in power since he was 23 years old. Um, and he, he has a, a firm grip at this point, on the Russian government um, in 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 the state of Russia, but when you think about him talking about what he wanted to set up in Belarus, right? When you think about Belarus, it, Belarus is surrounded by Latvia, Lithuania, and Poland, right? All of those those countries, those three countries, are a part of NATO, which are which America is a part of, which requires us by Title Ten to. To respond to anything that happens within those nations, so setting up in Belarus for him, quite frankly, to me is smoke and mirrors. I think when you ask the question, LT, about who's back in the U.S., you talk about the entire NATO. That includes Canada, Germany, Italy, uh, the UK. Uh, you talk about the top ten militaries in the world all support the United States. But I think the most important thing here that you know we should remember is one. Putin is losing right now in the Ukraine. And so this is the last resort effort, the last ditch effort right now for him to, quote unquote, set up in Belarus and use the, quote unquote, nuclear terminology. Again, nobody wants a nuclear war, but to PC Joe's point, we have the biggest, most powerful military, not army, not navy, not military in the world. And the capabilities and the abilities that we have No country wants to see it. But that is the last thing that any president of the United States of of America wants to have to deal with. Last thing they want to deal with. But I think the most important thing that PC Joe said was, it's all about the American dollar. And, you know, you think about across the country, all trades that go down, everybody uses their benchmarks against the American dollar. China, at this point, is really close to wanting to have countries trade uh, within the yen versus having people trade within the US dollar. If they get that, that is more powerful than being a nuclear power. Like having countries trade within your currency is more important than having a nuclear capability. There are not a lot of countries that have nuclear capabilities uh, like we have. Uh, Russia's one, for sure but they don't have nearly the capabilities that we have. But the abilities and the capabilities to be able to trade within the Chinese yen is probably the most important thing that's happening right now. And if that happens, we are fucked as an American people. If people start trading in the yen versus trading in the U.S. dollar, and that's across the across the world because everybody trades within the U.S. dollar. That, the U.S. dollar is the benchmark. If the Chinese are able to get it to to switch to trade within their yen, we got problems. That's my thoughts.
2: And Jay, they wanna they wanna they wanna trade with I, actual resources. Too. Yo, you're one hundred percent right. Let me, let me pick it Let me yeah, let me
4: piggyback over that. Let me pick it back over that real yeah. quick. God, 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 Mr. Wallace.
3: Uh who I would get, Mr. Wallace.
4: So I, I've actually done some research on that. You know, China. Has actually allied, allied themselves with Russia and about yep, yep. fourteen African countries. Yep. And they they are planning to base their currency off of natural resources like ore and you know minerals, copper, you know yep. things that you get from the land, right? Absolutely. Outside of gold. To include India. And exactly. And over the last twenty years between Russia and China, they've actually accumulated <laughs> the majority of these, these minerals in the world, you know what I mean? And they're making the, the deal with um, the African countries that have the natural, you know, access to these minerals.
3: Yeah.
4: Um, can, can so I that's take a very know? real threat. It's a very real threat, you know what I mean? Can, and it's actually really so? being considered.
3: I'm going to tell you, right? We we focus. We as an as a as a government, as a national security um, infrastructure, we typically focus on Europe, and we focus on the Pacific. You know where the Chinese have won? Quite frankly, they've won in South and Central America, and you know what they understand about South and Central America? That affects America. And
4: Africa, and Africa, and Africa. Uh,
3: they have dominated Africa for quite some time. But in South and Central America, what do they know? They realize that the demand for drugs in America, you know, comes mostly from South and Central America, and the Chinese are in that region of the world beyond belief. And so, all of what you see coming into America, you know, however it's getting here, the Chinese have their fingerprint on it because they fund it. And then, what do they say? Let's get it within the yin. To your point again, Mr. Wallace, this is this is where the big it, it, nuclear shit is. Like it sounds scary to people, but it's smoke and mirrors at the end of the day. These folks are involved in so many other things that actually impact Americans on the day to day life. That that is where the Chinese will win: oil, minerals, natural gases, etc. That's where they're winning. That's really where that's really where the problem lies. You know, like you said, brother.
2: But you know what it is, too, Jay? It's like, it's like all the Chinese is doing to me is popping what Gaddafi was trying to do back in the day. But Gaddafi mm-hmm. was more easy to kill. <laughs> you yeah. i you, yeah, you, you, you can't just kill China like that. And, and, and Putin. So, um... The same thing that they're talking is the same shit that Gaddafi tried to do back in the day. And they, like, stopped him by murdering him and putting him into an enemy and stuff.
3: So, I mean, honestly, like, to to LT like, to tell you, like, if I sit here today and tell you that I'm worried about, you know, a nuclear deal or issue with the Russians, I'm not. You know, they they are triangulated by Latvia, Lithuania, and Poland. I'm not worried about it. The, The concern is worth, I mean, guess what? You know where Xi Jinping was this week? In Russia, with Vladimir Putin, side by side. And all he said, the first words he said was, my good friend, Vladimir Putin. Okay, we got problems.
2: Yep. Yeah. I, saw, I, I saw it. He shook his hand.
3: Yeah. So, I, I mean, that's my take on that, uh, Molly Moff.
1: Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I mean, China and Russia, you know, two superpowers teaming up is is
4: is, 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 is a they makes a, fault. foe. Uh, I mean, it, and the thing is, it, it, it's been in the works for years. You know what I'm saying? Like like decades. It's really just like, you know, and that that's something that I fought the U.S. on is. You know we look at ourselves as like untouchable and high and mighty and this is exactly what happens when you take your eye off the ball and then, i mean you got the underdog working with the other underdog working with the other underdogs to make sure you know now now you know what are you going to do because it's, it's also, really like a, a concern i mean like it is something that can happen it is a possibility
3: and, and it's a concern when you, you put know. politics over national security facts
4: and capitalism over national, economics over national security. Indeed. You know what and, I mean? And also- um, But my take I don't, I don't really feel like, uh, I don't think, I'm, I'm sorry, Morgan. go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead, Mr. Wallace. Yeah, I'm not, worried, I'm, not, I'm not worried about nuclear war. You know what I mean? I don't think, um, nobody wants nuclear war because we we'll all die. You know what I mean? And they wouldn't be putting plans together for 50 years from now if they expected, you know, if they were willing to, to take that risk. So, I'm not really worried about nuclear war either. I think it's just posturing.
1: I'm sorry, Joe. Do you think Trump being in office would that have changed anything?
2: No, this was in the works. Like Mr. just it said, it's been in the works for years. It's been plotted for years. And to, to be quite frankly, right? America is actually the one, the country that gave Russia and China, all this power, they're the one that, we're the one that closed our factories due to capitalism and, and, and set up our factories in China. And, and you know what I'm saying? And we gave them, we gave them this power. And, and you know, if Trump was in office, if he wasn't, I don't think anything would have changed. This has been in the works for years. China has been on our ass. But the one thing that Trump did was he tried to warn us about China, right? And he tried to, he tried to, to, to tax them on the trades and stuff like that, because, but we did, but Trump did try to warn us. That's why I'm just like, you know, so I he say it's true, so you know, but he, he, he did warn us, but it wouldn't have changed anything. Cause it's the same thing like when Putin was in office, you know, when Putin was in office, right? And he had beef with Obama, Putin sat back and said, don't worry, four years, you'll be gone, <laughs> right? So they know the American president, they only have that much years. So
1: they just waited out. You know what I mean? Did Trump offer anything different on the front of the wall, or anything like that?
2: I mean, Trump was trying to be their friend, but I don't think nothing, I don't think it would have changed because at the end of the day, it's about America, it's about the American dollar at the end of the day. But that's but I don't it think it is- would change one of
1: the things he was trying to do was bring everything back to U.S. and make U.S. Um, you know, be within and not go out to other countries to get no. stuff manufactured. That's one of the things he was
2: doing. Was yeah, trying but, to all do. his, but, but all his companies, even, even though he talked, he a hustler too, right? So even though he talked that shit, he, all his factories were still in other countries, right? Like when I took account in 101, they taught us how to, read, how to outsource. Because I said I wanted to make an American factory in my class, you know. And they were telling us, no, it's better to outsource, it's cheaper. So this is something that's taught to students. We, we are taught to outsource our work, right? We're taught to fuck with other countries. And these other countries are taking the U.S. dollar and getting more powerful and stronger. But this is something that was, was destined to happen, you know. The U.S. has been in power for a long fucking time. And, you know, someone else wants that.
1: Trump was in office any day before
3: who was you going to Bob you Jay. U- so I would tell you um mm-hmm. on the contrary to what uh PC Georgia said I think it would be different um and and for for a few reasons he exposed them early on um about some of the things like he's the first president to to put those types of tariffs uh on China that he did. But not only did he expose China, he exposed a bunch of other countries, and he made other countries pony up to what, for so long, America has been paying to where he came and said, enough en- Enough is enough, F that, you're going to put, put this money up. And he put the pressure on people. Trump's not a politician. Trump's a businessman. And so I think, you know, from his business perspective, he put a lot of pressure on these countries to come and pony up the things that he felt America was what had been done wrong for so many years on. And I absolutely 100% unequivocally agree with him with what he was trying to do. China's one of those countries, though, that four years ain't enough for you to try and get it done. You need eight years to try and get it done with China. And so I think his his bully mentality, uh, his New York mentality, was, was he started bringing, up all, bringing a bunch of other countries to the table and made them commit it just took a little bit more with China because China is more developed because of the the U.S. companies that are over there in China for the cheap labor, et cetera, to get things produced, to get it back to America. But I do think things would be different if he was still in office.
4: Um, Mr. Wallace. Well, do I think things would be different if Trump was in office? Yes. That's the question. Yes. Uh, yeah, I do. Um, and I don't, I don't know the intricate details of whatever conversations, you know, Trump had with Putin and all of that shit, but I I do know the perception, you know, that, that we had when Trump was in office and, um, Nah, people wasn't wasn't pushing the line. I mean, people wasn't pushing the line when when Trump was in office, and I don't I don't think they'd be pushing the line now. I don't think we'd have got to this far. I don't think we'd be dishing out eight million dollars, eight billion dollars a month to Ukraine if Trump was in office. I, I I think things a lot of things would be different. Uh, that's my take. Yeah. What do you want to
1: say about
4: that.
5: You keep breaking up. Real, I, yeah, you breaking up Joe,
1: but you yeah. got to say about that. Joe, you uh, hear me? Yeah. yeah. You got anything to say about that since you said you was the person that said that nothing would have been different. Like you, you got anything to say to what they said, the reasons why they think things would have been different. You agree or well, no?
2: I think that it would have been the same. It would have been a little bit of tweaking here, but it would have been the same. China is not. They don't care about Trump. They they don't care about the U.S. They want to be number one, and this is a plan to be right. So whether Trump will try to bully them, they'll fought back. But I I feel like they, in China, they have a Russia, China, they have a objectives, and they're going to stick to it no matter who's in power. It's not about oh I'm friends with. When you're in war, it's like, oh, I'm his man, so I'm going to let this shit go. No. They're in, quote, Trump is not going to give that power up. America is not going to. But even though Trump is the president, right, the senators, the congressmen, they're not going to give that power up. The people, they're not going to give up the power. And, and this shit has been in the works for years. So I think it, it maybe it'd have been it have been more time or a delay, but it was it was gonna be the same outcome. the so when when you fight, you've you see Game of Thrones, when the fight when it when 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 the war is on, it's on. It don't matter.
1: All right, moving on. All right, in, um, in Los a, a um. Um, a California Marine Corps veteran and father of two was shot and killed while driving for Uber. Um, his name is Aaron Orozco, 38, was driving the ride share company when he got into a physical altercation with two of his passengers at a 7-Eleven parking lot. Um, during the altercation, one of the suspects shot the veteran before fleeing the scene in the victim's Honda Accord. Police did find the um, Honda Accord Um, abandoned a short distance away, but no one has been arrested. Uh, Mr. Orozco, um, he had been driving for Uber for four years and began driving at night to take care of his um, family. Um, uh, He served in the the United States Marine Corps and was stationed um, and was stationed and for four years of service and um, stationed in Iraq. He had three deployments to Iraq in Afghanistan during his four years of service and was a combat veteran. police correct, Joe, what's your thoughts on this?
2: I mean, I feel like they should be, if they get caught, they should be prosecuted. Like I said, I don't, I don't agree with senseless killings, you know what I'm saying? And why are you robbing an Uber but don't take cash? But if they, they wanted a car, like, you know. But my thing is, man, somebody gonna rob you for the shit, just give it up, bro. No material thing is worth your life at the end of the day, right? So it's not worth your life. So just give it up. You know what I'm saying? But it, it, it's, it's a senseless killing. And if they catch the people, they should be, you know, they, they, they should be, you know, they, they should be prosecuted to the fullest extent. But that's my take. <laughs>
7: Yeah, man. I'm just sitting here thinking about it. I'm like, damn, that's messed up. That's that's uh, a foul, you know what I mean, way to go out, you know what I mean, just trying to provide for your family that, you know what I mean, you working hard, you're not selling drugs, you're not trafficking women, you're not doing nothing crazy, and you, you know what I mean, you still could get killed out here, and that's a shame, you know what I mean? Uh. Like Joe said, I hope they get prosecuted to the fullest extent if they get caught. I should say when they get caught, because I'm pretty sure they're going to catch them. You know what I mean? These wasn't no masterminds. These was just probably people that was in a struggle, you know what I mean? Trying to, you know what I mean, do something, but doing the wrong thing at the same time. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, man, I, I say rest in peace to the veteran and um, condolences to his family. That's my take.
1: I will see the voice, your thoughts. Yo, my phone's fucking up. I see the voice,
2: your thoughts. We hear you, boy. Just say what you got to say. Yo, you hear me? My shit fucking up.
5: We can hear you, bro. Just say uh, we can hear you. Moving on,
1: Mr. Wiles, your thoughts.
4: Um, hold on, My, I'm sorry, man. What was what was the question?
1: Yeah. Sure. The question. Come had three tours of of. of a combat veteran, three years of
4: ah yes. School, All right, so the Uber, the Uber, the Uber incident. Um, first thing I wanted to say when I when I saw that story, uh, first thing I want to say is I feel like it's it's a little shameful on the government to have a veteran having to work Uber in order to support his family. Now, I know he only did, from what I saw, he only served from 2001 to 2005. If I'm not mistaken, that's maybe like one tour. So, you know, maybe he's not entitled to much. You know what I mean? But I don't know, you know what I mean? Like the fact that they put that out there that he was a veteran kind of makes it seem like the government should have done more. But when I looked at his term, you know, maybe not. Maybe he's not entitled to it. I don't know the rules, you know, that govern that. But it's a shame, man. It's a shame. Um, And unfortunately, you know, we're going to continue to see more and more, you know, crazy things like this happen because the economy is fucked up and people are broke. And, you know, eggs cost fucking $10 for a dozen. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, it's hard out here. You know what I mean? And everybody's going to try to make their way. Now, they didn't take the car, so maybe it was a personal beef or something. You know, I don't know. I really don't know um but it's very unfortunate i feel sorry for that man's kids you got two kids a nine-year-old and a three-year-old you know what i mean i feel i feel sorry for that man's kids um and we i feel like you know in the bigger picture we have to start valuing life more um uh, because you know everybody, somebody's father son daughter brother cousin sister aren't you know what i mean like we have to understand that man that we're, we're impacting more than more than just what we see in front of us, you know? Um, that's my
1: take. All right, World Tour, your thoughts. I
2: think, I think that's fucked up. I'm taking my phone off. Yeah, okay. I hold i the camera. The camera's off, just chill out. I'm on, I'm, I'm speaking right now. Yeah, my fault, y'all. My fault, man. Y'all had some shit called cool. I had a French connection, matter of fact. You're shout out to my nigga, Mr. Wallace, put me on. But um, that was fucked up, man. Like um, I think Mr. Wallace just said it. It sounded like it could have been personal, cause like they don't carry cash. So like, what are you doing? Obviously,
4: you know, this person is trying to survive. They work in a job. Uber is usually um, you know, a second job, or sometimes it's you know, like people
2: um, primary income. So you know. They need everything that they get, you um, know. I ain't see much of the story, but that's uh, that's very unfortunate. And definitely, um, for the person to, uh, you know, serve for the country and all that, put his life on the line for our freedom. You know, it's it's just you know. Hopefully, he he gets taken care of, but you know, you know, we already know the world we live in. That, but it's unfortunate. Sisters,
4: killing, social balance is never good, man. For nobody involved, man. he's gonna be embarrassed, and
2: you know it's just it's just a whole bunch of shit, man. And it's just it's, it's um it's not um double, double back, man, because I was waiting my turn, and you skipped me about the the Donald Trump. Hell no, if the Don was in there. You already know, man. The Don don't play that shit, man. The Don was about to finish. You know what I'm saying? We would have been trying to, you know what I'm saying? It would have been a lot of things different, I think, if the Don wasn't there. But Sleepy Joe, I, I-, I honestly think we ain't see nothing yet in regards to the, the state of, you know, the nations surrounding us and all this. Like, how y'all would say? The, uh, how Joe was saying, the Gaddafi dream and all that, getting their own currency going on. That's a serious business. Very serious business. So, man. man. You know, I, I just take it day by day, man. That's all, man. But as far as the um, Uber driver, that shit is senseless violence. And they definitely should get prosecuted for the consent of the law. All right. All right. World Tour, stay with me. Atlanta, a Fulton
1: County... Um, court documents reveal how investigators found out about a forbidden relationship between a female detention officer and a jail inmate. Kawana Jenkins, 36, is charged with two counts of improper sexual contact by employee, uh, five counts of violation of oath by a public officer, two counts of reckless conduct, two counts of cruelty to inmates, and one count of obtained um, gift to inmate to pr- prohibit item without authorization. Um, this, the incident which led to her termination and subsequent arrest was a videotape video with contraband cell phone, uh, which seized during a shakedown of the Fulton County Jail. Jenkins then was terminated and charged, um, according to the Sheriff's Office. She has been employed with this, the, the Fulton County Sheriff's Office since December of 2019. There. Oh, no, no. Miss Jenkins uh, with the inmate and he's putting his finger inside of his mouth. That's what the video was obtained in the shakedown. Um she was not only she was letting the guy put her finger in the mouth and videotaping like she was giving him head. Um world tour, what's your thoughts on this and what's going on down in your state?
2: Charge of cruelty is bullshit. They need to throw that out immediately there it was nothing cool about what he was doing. <laughs> you know but man, you know what it seemed like to me, since like he employed in 2019, she was, she was she was wet behind the ears. Man, that that business been going on behind those walls before the before the walls were built. They knew that he was gonna be doing shit like that. So she must have fell out of line, or she must have been reaping the benefits, and some of the OGs was like, Nah, nah, this seniority head. You know what I'm saying? So that's nothing new. We hear about that shit within precincts. You know what I'm saying? With each other. You know what I'm mean? saying? Man, it's a whole shitload of shit going on. Let's say, man, you give people power, nine times out of ten they will abuse it in every shape, form, and fashion. So fortunate that uh, she got involved with the wrong crowd, so to say. Man, it's unfortunate that she got caught. So. And, and it was even more fortunate that they um they tape and shit like it's willy-nilly, like you know what I'm saying? Like they was on their DMF's, word is ours, with the billboard. Like, <laughs> that's not gonna never end well when we doing something, you know what they're supposed to be doing. So, me, you know, a little bias in the way I think, maybe she needed the money. Maybe. Yeah, she wanted to put it in her mouth. Yeah, maybe she needed all that. You know what I'm saying? So you know, poor Miss Jenkins. Oh, she ain't got to sit up for too long, and if she do have to sit up, I hope the fucking CEOs have some audacity, some 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 courtesy to take care of her
5: like she took care of yours. That's all I can say about that one. That's what I think. I'll-
2: you don't want to hear my thoughts you keep breaking up but she wanted to put it in her mouth I agree with her 100% she wanted to be a freak and she got what she wanted I probably of course I don't know nigga I've been drinking. I've been drinking.
1: All <laughs> right. All right, Mr. Wallace,
2: Everybody
4: bringing up. What's going on with the service? my thoughts? I feel like I apologize. I, I just gotta unmute my phone. Um I feel like I'm gonna give an honest, straightforward answer here. You know, a lot of bitches nowadays are fat and ugly. And bitches crave attention. And that be the only place they can get the attention that they craving, is from fucking inmates who got no other options. But I've seen the video. She was fat and ugly. You yeah, I mean? Ain't no need for no nigga to be chasing that. And I'm sure outside of those walls, wasn't no nigga giving her that much attention. Uh, so I feel like she took advantage of the situation, a nigga that needed some pussy took advantage of the situation, and they got caught on that, on that cell phone during that raid. And like Tor said, this shit been going on. But that's my take, you know what I'm saying? Like, these bitches is fat and ugly, and they seeking attention from the only nigga that's going to give it to them.
2: Yo, Mr. Wallace, you missed the whole segment last week, yo. We was talking about big chicks. It's skinny chicks. What's a fat chick with a pump, or 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 a chick that's nah? You missed you missed the whole segment last week, bro. Get that man some milk. But he was, he was there last week, spills. We were talking about he was Mr. Watts was on last week. Get
3: that man some milk. Oh,
1: get that man some Mr.
3: Watts was there. Yeah, he was there, like, I don't know. Oh,
2: shit. <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference between a bad chick
4: and a big chick? <laughs> he was he a was alive? Oh, Please correct, Your thoughts? I was right there, Spock. I was right there. I mean, my whole thing my is,
0: man, my man,
2: 100 grand, I'm right. Why do people feel like, especially if you're doing something you're not supposed to do, why are you recording? Talking. This 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 recording shit is getting so much people in trouble. It doesn't make sense. Stop recording. Especially if you're doing something what, You You get in trouble? What, what, what you saying, Zom, that's who? Did you in trouble? No, it's easier to, like, when it's a word of mouth, then you have to be stupid. When it's a fucking video, it's, stop recording. Why do you have to record it? People of this generation need to know not to record shit when you're doing wrong. It doesn't make fucking sense. And as long as we're not getting that through our, and cloud chasing and recording every fucking thing, we're always gonna be in trouble. Stop recording. Yo, man. I I I, I just jumped on what we were talking about last week. I, I'm not talking about. I'm talking about the prison that like she has. She was recorded on the cell phone that was confiscated doing mad shit to the prisoner. And I'm like, if, they, if she didn't record that, she would have still had her job and still had a little jump off. You know what I'm saying? But just don't record shit. You don't want no, 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 you know, no proof. What's wrong with these people, man? This is crazy. All
1: right, Ryan Barnes, your thoughts.
7: Yeah, man. I was thinking about. It. I was like, "Yo, this sound like a episode of Love After Lockup, but no, 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 Love During Lockup. That's what it is." And um, I don't know why these females be putting themselves in situations like that, the way they can get themselves in trouble. She couldn't wait it until he got out. You know what I mean? It had a platonic relationship. You know what I mean? Something that wasn't gonna get her in trouble. You know what I mean? She doing all this and like Joe said on camera it doesn't make sense you know what I mean like she was like um, Mr. Wallace says she probably was fiending for attention because she don't get
1: nothing outside of work that's my take on that Jenkins the the, the Fulton County um, Georgia um, officer you know
3: yeah, I, 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 brother. The first, the first thing I looked at when I, when I looked at all, I was like, "Why is she even in this situation? She is ugly as shit. She is ugly as all outdoors." Um, but you know, again, th- these are within the correction system across the country. Uh, this is something that's not, you know, um, specific to Georgia. We see it happening in New York. We see it happening all across the country. Uh, that these women become. Uh, bamboozled by these criminals. Um, And again, I think it goes back to a podcast that we talked about when we talk about character uh, within law enforcement. Um, And this is just something, again, that they just don't look for. Um, And I think it's horrible. I think it's been going on for quite some time. This is not new to her. She's been doing this for for a long time. Um, That's my assumption, that this, this type of lifestyle isn't new to her. But at the end of the day, we don't look for people's character. And this is what you will constantly end up with until they start to look at people's character.
4: I want to say something to that real quick. I 90% agree with everything that my man Jay just said outside of the fact that these women are being bamboozled. They're not being bamboozled. They're well aware of what they're doing and they just, they just fall into temptation just like the niggas do. They're not bamboozled. Their eyes are wide open. She knew what the fuck she was doing. She was just too horny and craved the attention too much to give a fuck at the time.
3: Yeah, so I, think, I think in the law enforcement realm, uh, you know what you're there to do. And so maybe bamboozle is not the right word, um, but there's certainly cores to go into doing uh, whatever it is that a, a criminal asks them to do. We all know criminals are, like Mike Jackson says, smooth criminals. They They... Just cause she they got Yes, that's a fact. Just cuz they locked up don't mean they dumb. They know they know what the hell they doing to get what they need. Shit. I'm going to do it too. You you the best. You, you look so good girl, you don't even know it. But they they're, they're so naive to the fact that, you know, these these criminals are there because they are criminals. Um and I think a lot of it, you know, some of it to me is like some of them there's there could be fear, there could be it, it's a it's a whole host of things. But at the end of the day, they are coerced to go into doing whatever. And and, and ultimately, you can use coerce, um, you know, bambooz, whatever. Ultimately, at the end of the day, it is still fair decision. Whatever it is that gets them there, they still have to say yes or no to the act in which they're getting ready to commit, and they should be still held liable. What You know, and I, not my concern, but exactly. my, my issue is, You know, what I think they will do is they will put this this issue on those folks that are already locked up and look to add more time to them where they they only shot they shot. That's all they did. So why are you to punish them more? And I know that's what's happening. But these women that are correction officers choose voluntarily to do whatever it is that they do to to assist these folks and enable these folks. They do it willingly. And I think the only people that should be punished for this are those officers and not the folks that are already locked up. Um, it,
5: so, so,
1: so, so, who are the officers? Spot, you gotta hold on. You
2: gotta hold on, Spot. You gotta, no, I'm it, at, I know, I'm asking my question. Ooh, who are the officers? Hold on. Who's the ones that's supposed to be in charge? Your no officers, what? The correction officers. They're all in charge.
5: Yeah, Ma, Ma, Ma. Thank over What do you hold on.
1: Yeah, it's not only the United States. Stafford.
2: You're breaking
3: up. You're breaking Yo, up, up on. Ma. You hear me now? Yeah, I'll be good.
1: All right. 18 female guards in Stafford was fired or resigned from a cushy UK. Um, the male prisons, the largest prison in the United Kingdom, for engaging in hookups or other steamy sessions with inmates. Um, so this is not a United States problem. It's also going on running branding upon World Tour. What's your thoughts about this?
5: Yeah, what's the, um, what's the question again? Of officers in, in,
1: in, in, in the largest United Kingdom um, male prison has been um, either um, arrested or resigned for having steamy um, uh, relationships with inmates. Well, yeah,
2: like we just saying, man, that's, that's, that's you know, business as usual, it so like to me, like, yeah, man, like what can I say, man, that's happening all over. It's gonna be, there's always gonna be that temptation because like James was saying, smooth criminals. And these people, some of these people that locked up, you know, make good money. You know, what I mean making more money than they make in a year and it with a lick. So you know, the temptation is there across the board, man. And then a lot of females be vulnerable. You know what I'm saying? In situations you know, like how um, Mr. Wallace, quote, to, to quote my man, Mr. Wallace, fat ugly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, they gonna give it up easy. Mm-hmm. Cause we say we're it was male, going to just male and see us this time, right? So, great. Either way, man, it's just the world we live in. Man, man is capable of a bunch of wicked things and nothing in the sense surprises. I won't be the first, I wasn't the first, and definitely will be the latter That's my take.
5: Blade
1: Crack Joe, your thoughts?
2: Um, yeah, it's a, um, you know, it's just a man and woman thing, bro. Like whenever you have men and women's places, they're gonna hook up, right? Like, like, you know, to Mr. Wilder's point earlier, you know, chicks—they can't get attention on the outside, so they're more powerful on the inside. They got all the power, so they—they they abuse it, you know. So, it—it, it, you know, it, it, it just is what it is, bro. It's like these, these dudes—they're in jail. It's the man and woman thing, right? Like, even on the outside, it's a—it's a lot of female cops that mess with men criminals, right? And and they, they, it's just, it just it, 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 it's what it is, bro. It's like, that you know, that DMX song, why do good girls like bad guys? You Knowing bad guys tell mad that. It is what it is, you know what I'm saying? But just love a a, a, a wild, dumb nigga. And, and it is what it is, bro, like, you know? But my thing is, if you wanna do dirt, don't record it. That's it. Don't record dirt. And that's what get people in trouble. You know, that's my take. Yo, what was the question,
5: Mom?
1: Yeah, um, how do you feel about the, it's not, it's all the whole running ramp, United Kingdom,
3: United oh, States. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're saying it's not, it's not, Um. it's not specific to the U.S. I, I think it's, I think it's even worse overseas, Um. because they are so open about these types of things overseas. I, I, quite frankly, I think it's worse. I don't think we are immune to it Um. in the U.S. We obviously just pay a lot more attention to it in the U.S., uh, and quite frankly, it's not that it's not publicized that much overseas either. Um, and so I think that is the difference between living in the international community and living in America. We publicize everything, whereas over there it's really not as publicized. So it's not really seen as that much of big of a problem where we do look at it and we know for a fact that it has been a problem for quite some time in America. Uh, it's just a little different over there because it's not as publicized. And crime is not nearly as bad as it is. In America than than what it is overseas. Ryan Boss, your thoughts.
7: My tech is they just want to snog a little bit with somebody that was fit. Yeah, you know what I mean? Nah, but um man, look, 18 of them, that's crazy.
3: Cheers, mate.
7: 18 girls doing the same thing. That's wild, man. They just they trying to make a show out of that, yo. But um, you know, it's it's wild, man. How things like people are so immoral. You know what I mean? Like they just do it anywhere. Like the 112 song. You know what I mean? We could do it anywhere. I mean, like we could do it in the cell. <laughs> You know what I mean? Why does Captain not in here? You know what I mean? It's crazy. You're like, why Why take chances like that? You know what I mean? But to each his own. You know what I mean? Some people go that length to get what they might see as love or affection or whatever the case, case may be. They, they go that length and get in trouble, and then they looking stupid. That's my take. <laughs>
4: Uh, what are we talking about now? Yeah, hello. The same hey, shit that happened in the UK? Yeah, everybody can hear me? Yeah.
1: Yeah, all right, on. Um, Donald Trump is facing black backlash after posting an article with a picture of himself holding a bat next to image of DA Alvin Bragg on, on true social media. What's your thoughts about that, Mr. Wallace?
4: I think he did it so he can get the outrage from social media. That's my take.
2: Fully correct, Joe. Hold on, Mr. Wallace said answer the question about the Russian chicks. The 18 of Russian chicks doing the same shit.
4: What happened? 18 Russian chicks, what happened? Yeah, you know what, you answered the question?
2: You never asked you that question.
4: I didn't know what the question was.
2: Yeah. Well, um, are, are, are Trump doing what? You breaking up more? I can't hear you.
3: Trump, Trump poses with a picture, uh, with the DA from 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 New York with a bat next to his head, the one that wants to file this these court, these uh, charges against him with Stormy days Your thoughts on him? Pose <laughs> <laughs> with a bat next. To his head. I need to go some gangster shit, bro. Jump with his six nine shit. You know what I'm saying.
4: God, you it's up. not illegal. You know what I'm saying? He did I'm it. He did it for clicks. That's clickbait. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's that's exactly what he's gonna get. That's exactly remember, why he did it. So he could get the attention.
2: <laughs> yeah,
4: I remember, he's like I remember, a bitch. Sam, you know what I'm saying? He's the attention. Well,
2: well remember, remember Sarah Palin? She had a, um, a bullseye with um, with Obama head on her, uh, her um, website and shit. You know what I'm saying? So you know they do what they do but you know what I'm saying but Trump but but they said after that happened right they they've they 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 um they, they've been threatening the DA and they deliver like a white substance to his house and shit like that because you know like at the end of the day right uh, that's what people forget a politician is a politician and that's how I feel I have no loyalty to any politician politicians are supposed to have loyalty to us for us to put them back in power. But I don't, like, I can say right now, and I don't talk about Obama, but I can say, fuck Obama, right? I don't give a fuck about Obama, fuck Biden. You're there to work for me. If you're not doing what you need to be doing for me, it's fuck you, right? But to have all this undying fucking, it's ridiculous because at the end of the day, they're all in the same fucking room, drinking wine and, 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 and talking shit and laughing together. And, and and have us in the uproar, you know what I'm saying? So I don't. So by him doing that, and he does it, and by threatening the DA and stuff, it it's not it's not right. You know what I mean? It's not right. And and at a man of his power and stature should know better. That's, that's my take. You said Ryan
7: Bosh. Yeah, uh, man, I think you know, he, he's a big goofball, man. You know, Trump, man, he doing anything for clout. You know what I mean? He the clout master when it comes to politics. You know what I mean? And you know what I mean? Like Wallace said, that clickbait, that's, that's, it. that's what's going to get it. You know what I mean? That's what's going to get him, you know what I mean? All the votes that he won for 2024 you know what i mean from the you know just the irrational people that put him in place the first time he was president so um he need to cool down you know what i mean with the threats you know what i mean cuz he looking foolish out here that's my take
6: oh.
5: World tour. Yo, yo. say it again.
3: Yeah. What 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 are your thoughts on Trump uh, taking the picture with a bat next to the head of the Brooklyn DA um, because they want to they want to make a ruling on him in the Stormy Daniels case?
2: Yeah, man. He 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 used. Social media is just like the
4: rappers, like I'm like how uh, um, Rainbows the same "Six Man," you know, he, he, he trolling, he getting the reaction that you know, he
2: getting it buzzing. He got people who believe what he's saying is right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it is what it is. He understands. He's old school, but he also understands how to use what's going on out here in these streets and to be effective. You know, and to get the um, you know troops riled up, so you know, it is what it is. All
3: right, Jay Boogie. Yeah, I think he was incredibly uh, smart. I think he was incredibly effective for what he did. Um, like we talked about last week, I thought this is one of the dumbest things ever that that anybody could do from a from a from a law perspective of going after this man for, for, for paying out hush money, right. Uh, to Stormy Daniels, just because she was a porn star, um, you know, they're, they're going after him. Whereas the, the the federal government has a case against him as, as it relates to election fraud, but yet we choose to go and push before the federal government is finished with their special investigation on him um, against election fraud, the New York this this Brooklyn, this guy from the district attorney's office in Brooklyn chooses to go after him on hush money. So I'm gonna tell you, Jonathan Majors, right? Who, you know, he's he's got his he's been doing some pretty good movies here recently. Yesterday, he was a he he got locked up in New York yesterday for uh potential domestic abuse in an Uber going home. Today, the girl came out and said, Oh, I was suffering with depression. That's why it happened. That's called hush money. That's called I got money long enough to shut you the fuck up so, so you don't hurt me. Here's a young black man whose stardom is on the rise, but yet it went away really quick today. There is no difference between Jonathan Majors and Donald Trump. So I think we, we pick and choose too much where we want to look at what hush money looks like and what it doesn't look like. The DA tried to take what was a misdemeanor and tried to take it and turn it into a felony. He looks like a fucking idiot. And and even more so, the Democratic Party at this point now is saying, hey, man, you need to stop. Republicans are saying, keep going, because this is only going to help bolster Donald Trump going into 2024. So what I would tell you is, Donald Trump's a fucking genius at using this to his advantage uh, to go into towards 2024. This district attorney in New York, a fucking idiot because he's only helping him and empowering him to be you know the guy that everybody wants him to be uh and go out and vote for him so i think it was stupid on his part to do it but you know kudos to donald trump because he was smart he capitalized on it
2: but 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 jay a quick question jonathan jonathan um that nigga I'm, I'm from creed just, right? yep right he he He's not the same as, as as Donald Trump. They're in two different, like you know what so, I mean. So, so like my Jonathan, point Jonathan, like to, if Jonathan to so, choke white bitches. I'm like, oh, we just choking white bitches, But right. Trump But, is a bad, but we a can't. But
3: we can't. We can't separate it though. That's the problem. This is what we, we do. This is what we, we do can. as a people, though. We separate. No, right? Here's no, we what can. I'm saying. Look, he's in. He was in Creed. He was in this movie. This movie. He was supposed to. Get, he's getting ready to do the, Don, the Dennis Rodman movie, right? So. How is it that, you know, she gets punched in the face and then all of a sudden today it goes away? But like, I'm, I'm just telling you what I know. It goes away. No, How does no, it go? But my thing is, it's called hush money.
2: But the thing is, hush money from a an actor and hush money from a fucking former
4: president. But I'm
3: saying he different. punched a woman in the face.
2: So did Ben Wallace. Um, ben Jay, brother, Jay,
4: Jay, Jay, Jay. Different, Jay. bro. Nigga, Chris Rock just said this shit, nigga. This, the, Joe is is practicing selective outrage. Yeah, okay? You're right. Oh. You're right. You right, you right. So, no, no, but I'm not you saying you Let him let him let him rock. You know what I'm saying? That's that's no, what he wants. No, he wants his selective no, but, outrage but, right now. It, yeah, one person Bill, can get it. other No, but I Bill get it. Bill
2: Clinton get Bill Bill Clinton, Bill Clinton got in the Oval office. They went after him crazy. But what the, I'm saying is, the, as a man that, the like, of, of the free, of, 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 of the man that of the free world, right? Like you need to carry yourself and act better, bro. Like you're, you're, you know, you're the man. Of, you're the fucking ruler of the, uh, of the so, uh, so, number so one so, so nation in the
3: fucking world. The question, did he do it yeah. before or when he was the leader of the free world?
2: It doesn't matter. I mean, no, everything.
3: It does. I, asked, I mean,
2: no, I, no, I asked someone before, person like very, very close to me that could have been a mayor or something like that, right? But did he and do it? Was
3: the president, or did he do it? It don't while matter. He, it don't
2: matter. Before. But Jay, you know when you know when you're so, running but, but for but office, that's my all point. your shit is, that, brought that's my point. is brought up. Everything that's is brought my up. That's my point like, about John Demjanjuk. So you can't be selective in it. It's not selective. It's that it, you're it's selective the, because the ruler of Trump the free The majors did nothing
3: but pay her a million dollars to shut the fuck up. Donald Trump paid Stormy Daniels a million dollars to shut the fuck up so it could go away. But she
2: did, and he's the fucking, and he's Trump. You got you. You fail to realize he is Donald Trump. Nobody give a fuck about Jonathan. I don't give a fuck about. I don't even know his fucking name. I don't give a fuck about him.
4: Yo, Joe, are you fuck religious? Him. No, I'm Joe, not. Religious.
2: are you religious? I'm not religious.
4: Well, in the Bible, they say no no sin is above another. Right? Basically, they both sin, regardless of their positions, regardless right. of one's an actor and one's a fucking president, they both committed the same fucking crime. So if you're gonna prosecute Donald Trump, then you have to prosecute Jonathan Majors. And if you're not gonna prosecute Jonathan Majors, then you shouldn't prosecute Donald Donald Trump. They committed the I mean, same I thought, I thought, fucking I, crime.
2: I thought they should have prosecuted him when he was grabbing bitches by the pussy, to be real with you. But, was,
4: but, that was a fucking crime. what they did. But here are. doing we Now what you're doing is changing the topic right. so you don't focus on, on, on the answer of the, of the question. That's they committed exactly the same correct. fucking crime. They paid somebody it, off, and if, if one clear. is not getting prosecuted, then the other shouldn't. What is your argument that one should get prosecuted and the other shouldn't? They committed the same fucking crime.
2: Because one is an actor, and one is the former president of the United States. That's it's gonna run it's for the same us.
4: fucking crime. It's the That's same it fucking it crime. Don't it don't matter. it okay. don't
2: matter. Okay,
4: okay, okay, okay. So, So if I <laughs> commit a crime and you commit a crime, we should be charged differently. You see, for the whole podcast, let me just say something real quick. This is my issue, this is why me and T.C. Joe be debating like a motherfucker, okay? This is, this is my problem, <laughs> yo. you know what I'm saying? Because, because it, be like, it be like, yo, on some days, it, it don't matter what you are, nigga, that's what you did, that's what you gotta get, you know what I'm saying? But then on other days, it, this nigga be like taking the choosing who should get punished no. and who should, yo. no, you No, know, but like, this is the fucking right. problem, do, when they no, do it, no. it's
2: a problem no, when I do it. No. no, but this is what I'm saying though. <laughs> This is what I'm saying, right? This This is the fucking problem,
4: nigga. What 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 are you talking about?
2: This is what I'm saying though, as a president, right? The most glorious glorified job that you can have, right? In the world, that means you have have a a representation.
3: Which was Bill Clinton, go ahead, keep going. Right, but what I'm saying is- Which was Bill Clinton, okay. I mean,
4: some people, and I say, some people, to a, a famous actor may be, may be the, the epitome of, of say, what, they want to, what, what they want to aspire to. You know what I'm saying? That say, could be the dream job in all the world. A famous actor. But know what I, I mean?
2: But actors and John Moran, all these guys, they get away with the same shit. But what I'm saying is, as a president of the free world, right, you should hold yourself to a high standard. You shouldn't be doing dumb shit.
3: But Joe, he and, wasn't and, the president when it happened. So what are you talking but about? But when you're going in politics, they're going to bring. But it wasn't up. the president. You just so you you are contradicting yourself at this point because he was not the president when it happened. He was just a a, a public figure. He
4: this was- is the problem when these leftists try to make their arguments, Jay. Okay, they just they just either. shoot themselves in the foot, man. They keep going, keep I going, I going, keep going. Whatever sounds these progressive,
2: right. Progressives are out of control. I'm not a left, I'm not a left and I'm not a right. You're progressive. For, I, I'm progressive.
4: I am I'm I'm for benefit <laughs> hey, buddy. Hey, um, whatever benefits. Hey, do whatever you feel at the moment, brother. That's, but that's obviously. But let, yeah. let me tell you. Today tell me, bro, everybody got to pay taxes. Tomorrow, well, 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 he's an actor no, and he's a no, president. No, no. Yeah, I, still, <laughs> I, still believe, I still
2: believe. I still believe everybody <laughs> should pay taxes. I still believe everybody should pay taxes. I, I don't it's believe a metaphor, in, man. in I, I don't believe in drags, right? But I, I, I do believe in, um, you know, I just, it, it's weird, bro. I've been drinking wine, like, spot, but, um, but I just believe, like, you know, you're, when you're the president, they're going to bring up everything. What spot, the hell like... that got to do with me? <laughs> I feel I good. Water, oh, it. shit. you're <laughs> saying that, is, that is fucked up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I drink wine like fuck no, I drink liquor and, and, and fucking Hanukkah, <laughs> nigga. <Get> <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> uh, nah, but, but I fuck with Trump, but I don't fuck with Trump. I, I, I see his point with certain shit, and I, and I don't but see I don't his point with other think,
3: things. I do think, in, in all seriousness, I do think we, we give, we give Donald Trump the raw end of the deal. I think we don't look at us enough. And that's what the reason why I brought up the Jonathan Majors piece tonight, um, because we were dealing with it because we just gave him uh, a multi million dollar deal to, to do ads for the army. And then you turn around and you have this issue happen. It's like, how could we turn a blind eye to this when there is no difference between what he did and then what Donald Trump was saying. Right. So um, I think we, we got to be a little bit more smarter about that as as a black and brown people. Over to you, Ma. I
2: support Jonathan. I'll I support Trump. And nah, he 100% right about that. <laughs> I support right. that shit. We, 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 we don't support ourselves enough. Nah, Trump is not one of us. But like I said, with my man Obama, well, Obama we don't like that. support ourselves enough. <laughs> Cheat on Joe, I'm glad you on my side, nigga. You know
4: what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you wish he was. He like a motherfucker, nigga. I know. am glad you're yes on my sir. side. Yes, <laughs> sir. Mr. Wallace. Yes, <laughs> sir. Mr. Wallace. <laughs> Father, I'm going um, to flip this back we
3: over the football. We support ourselves enough. I'm going to flip <laughs> this back over the mall, LT. Mall, over to you, brother. Yes, sir.
1: All right. Uh, Ryan, boss, final take.
7: I just want everybody to love on on their significant others, be good to each other. You know what I mean? Stay healthy, mind, body, and soul. You know, keep prayer alive, you know what I mean? Because prayer is, is, it works. You know what I mean? And um, ha- live a happy, wonderful life. Thank
1: you, brother. Uh, LT The Voice, final take.
2: I'm a comment on Ryan for the simple fact, if we don't see each other enough, we got to know we love each other enough. So I'm commenting on Ryan, the boss. Spit them bars, bro. Because if it ain't for us, it ain't for nothing.
7: I got something for you when I drop a jewel. Yes, sir.
3: All right. World talk,
7: final right, we'll take. Final take, world talk. Yeah, man. I thought yo, know, what you said right there, right? That was I was saying that was a nice one right there. I I
4: agree with Ryan Ball, you're about five to take. <laughs> <All right. laughs>
3: I appreciate that. Jay, final take. Yeah, man, listen, fellas. Uh, remember, it is 86,400 seconds in a day. Make sure they all count. So when you get up tomorrow, just remember where you're at on the clock. Make sure them seconds count. LT The Voice, final
1: take.
2: My final take is to take everything you have in life and achieve it. Because you never know when you might leave it. That's my final take. Fully
1: correct, Joe.
4: Yo, 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 hold on, hold on real quick, please. I'm sorry, man,
1: you say that one more time.
2: Live every life the way you need it, because you don't know when you're going to need it and you might
4: leave it. In different words. That's not what, that, that's not what you just said, bro. But all right. I said in different words, in different words.
1: Right. Mr. Wiles, you know you can't know to LT, you know he forget. <laughs>
4: Yeah, yeah, I know. I fucked up when I had the question. I know. I was hoping I, I was
1: wishing on the star, nigga. I was wishing on the star. <laughs> what was the question? I'm surprised you that. with that? <laughs> I agree with LT. Uh,
4: Mr. Wilder's final take. Uh, It's the final take. This is like the... Which one is this?
3: This your last... This, this is your like,
4: last... Like, the summary of everything. Okay, all right, so, listen, man. These bitches want attention. You know what I'm saying? So, that's why these teachers are fucking these kids and these, and these fucking guards are fucking these inmates. Because these bitches want attention. That's my take.
2: Yeah, you, 100, you 100% right on that, though. You 100 right on that note. Joe, uh, You're breaking up, bro? Um, Joe, yeah, um, you know, I I, I don't support grabbing bitches by the pussy, uh, and and I don't I don't support these fucking horrible CEOs taking advantage of these, these, uh, these convicts. You're a chop lover. <laughs> I, I was the point. You're a chop lover. You're a you Taking advantage of these convicts, you know what I'm saying? And and America's number one. Fucking who want to bring fucking nukes here? We're going to bomb that motherfucker. That's my take. You're a chop lover, nigga. You grabbing me. So, so what? I been grabbing business, <laughs> business, business, business nah, business. nah. <laughs> But I ain't running for president though. <laughs> you know, so what? That this term, next term, yeah, you might run for president, grab business pussy. You know, you know what, you know what though. some real shit though, if I go for president right now, you will see a whole bunch of people, women, come up and say, "Oh, Joy, do this to me. Joy, do this to me." But I must say, oh, this nigga grabbed a bunch of pussies. I did, though. I really did. Oh, shit, should I shouldn't be saying that on the fucking Zoom. Why you got to edit that shit? All right, Trump. <laughs> All right, Trump. You're a Trump lover.
1: <laughs> All right. Before we drop a Jew, I got something to say. Um, we are officially two years, and this is third year. We started February 2021. And we're in February 2023, so we're in, officially in the third season of the Brothers Podcast. Yes, With that said, Jay Boogie, uh, what's your drop of you before you go?
3: Yes, sir. Um, why fit in when you were born to stand out? Ryan
1: Barr, uh, Jay Boogie, thank you so much for joining us today. Ryan yes, Barr, drop a Jew before you go.
7: Yo, I said, I'm happy, holy, healthy, happy, holy, healthy, living for God, you can see I'm more than wealthy, happy, holy, healthy, happy, holy, healthy, living for God, you can see I'm more than wealthy, happy like the day I was born, holy like the like my Jehovah Gabor, feeling healthy like a bull with the horns, trying to stop my shine, what kind of foolishness is you want, in the booth like Superman, my suit is on, I'm the one, just like a unicorn, in your head like, like I'm paying rent because I'm making sense in the dollars. Now let's move along. Jesus Christ inspired me. I'm humble every day. Wait, hold on. I said, Jesus Christ Christ inspired every sentence. I'm humble every day, I'm repentant. I rumble with devils and demons wanting lesser with that Holy Bible on my dresser. Jesus loved me, I know I'm not a guesser. Before him, I was dealing with mad pressure. Now I can't get any better. Now everything is smoother than leather because I'm happy, holy, healthy. Happy, holy, healthy. Living for God, you can see I'm more than wealthy. Happy, holy, healthy. Happy, holy, healthy. Living for God, you can see I'm more than wealthy. That's my
1: take. Ryan Barr, thank you for joining today. Boy, thank you so much for joining today. Drop a before you go. What
2: do you say, me? See the boys. Yo, 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 Ryan Balls, you dropped them boss. I can't be mad at you from dropping them hard. Yo, let me tell you something real quick. Yo, you the guard, but I'm the boss. Yo, holla holla your boy.
3: Yo, stop that, bro. <laughs>
1: World tour, drop it, you before you go. Yeah,
7: man, yo, yo, shout out the right balls. That was, that was, that was good stuff right there, man.
2: That boy, yo, Kanye, you I throw him something. What I'm saying after what you just did, did, I can't you know say I can't
7: follow up. Yeah, I just for to say, yo, yeah, uh, you gotta follow up, nigga. <laughs> yo, yo, yada
2: flows, yada flows, yada flows. Straight. You ain't riding bars the flows, bro. What up? Yeah. yeah Spit some, I nigga. Spit some bars, nigga. Spit some um, bars for the bars. I was going to say, uh, when you try to control something that's out of your control, that then controls you. So uh, that's my fight. That's my dream for the day, you know? You know what I'm Oh, come on, yeah, man. I know you got something better
4: than that. No, no, no. That was a precious one. That was a precious gem right there. That was a precious precious
3: gem right there. Never let the fear of striking out stop you from playing the game. Never let the fear of striking out stop you from playing the game. You play to win the game.
1: There you go. Benito. Back. Mr. Wallace, final um. Job. Yo, I give mad respect. to
4: say. I'm not gonna. gonna, gonna Alright. Yeah, Daddy, you like it? I'm not gonna say my usual. Yo, you got that bad? Guys, but let
2: I'm me see what's going. I'm on one way to your crib,
4: nigga. I'm gonna piggyback off of what Jay said. to play the game but play the game right don't play don't play this game how you want to play it. play the game how the how the game is set up to play that makes sense to y'all yep. that would be my jewel thank you yeah sorry, don't play the game the way you want to play it play the game the way the game is set up to play yes sir
2: I oh, oh, good job. Good job. <laughs> Yo I get man- still going in and out, bro. I give I give my man spills mad respect. I don't know how you do a podcast drunk. Cause I'm just nice and it's mad yeah, hard.
4: You, nigga. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yo, I do what I do, nigga. I do what I do, nigga. And, and, and female mate, and they got female condoms.
4: My father take... Oh, right, thank you. yo, right. that's a so throwback. That's a so throwback right there. The female condoms. You're smart, see that
1: new Hey, yo.
2: Yo, Ma, you bringing up?
1: All right. Can you hear me now? All
2: right, that's good.
1: World Talk, can you hear me? You good, Ma? Yeah, I'm, I'm calling World Talk. World Talk. You there? Or he oh, gone? Yeah, 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 I'm here. Go here, baby. Uh, I hour, say something. Yeah, yeah. All right, World Talk. You uh, since season, season three, thank you for making this podcast what it is today. Thank you so much, brother.
5: I appreciate it, man. Thank you, man. Uh, uh. But just the therapy, man.
1: All right, thank you so much. Uh Ryan Boss. thank you so much for making this park what it is, brother. Uh man, I appreciate
7: y'all for letting me in, you know what I, mean? I know y'all my brothers first, you know what I mean, and then co-workers second, you know what I mean? But I'm just glad to be here, you know I me, mean? just contributing, you know what I mean, and you know, spreading my light and my views on
1: things. All, all right, straight up. No. you messing up the flow. Uh, Mr. So Wallace, thank
4: you so much for putting it up. Yo, man, I, don't I don't want to say, you know, one, I appreciate it. I'm honored. You know what I mean? And thank you. Um, this has been like, like a sort of like you know, to one or two, I said like a sort of therapy. You know what I'm saying? And I, I've, I've enjoyed this and I've enjoyed you guys. I've uh, enjoyed the debate, the conversation, the last the tense moments, everything. You know what I'm saying? It's really been like, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's something great for me personally. Um, and uh, everybody, everybody, especially, you know what I'm saying, my man, Barnes. Part of this shit, and I'm thankful. You know what I'm saying? I'm thankful. You know, just, I'm so gratitude that, that y'all, just, you know, me into this shit, y'all, because it's super dope, man. And I look forward to it every week. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's really great, man. I'm, I'm just honored to be a part of this thing, man. So, thank
1: you, Jay Boogie. Thank you so much for making our cast what it is, brother. Yeah, man. Listen. Um, I think, uh, for
3: us, as we look forward to, to, to year number three, I think this is incredibly important for us. Uh, more importantly, I think it's incredibly important for people that look like us, uh, to hear what we talk about, um, and understand that we all come, we all come from different walks of life. Um, and I think this, this gives us this outlet to reach out to people, um, that, that look like us and live like us. And so to you my brother, um, I say thank you. Thank you for putting this together again, I will tell you. Uh, thank you for keeping this going, keeping this momentum going.
6: Thank
3: you for continuing to believe in all of us. And so I look forward to year number three. We're gonna rock out. Let's go.
1: Hey buddy, thank you so much. All uh, right. Thank you for making the podcast what it is, even though you be drunk.
2: Man, if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't wouldn't be in it together. Just like Jay just said, it's all because of you. And I take my hat off to you, and I salute you, and I give all my gratitude to, to you to keep us brothers together. Because if it wasn't for you doing this, we would not be here at all. James, 100% right with what he said. If it wasn't for you, Ma, we would not have this podcast, period.
5: So I salute to
3: you. Mo, over, to you, you. Oh, 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 over to you, Mo, for, for something <laughs> clip. Give us something clip, bro. Something clip. I'm wearing, i shirt tomorrow,
4: tomorrow, Yeah, I got, I got, I got, I got my shit on right now, nigga. Give
2: me something clip, more I, I hey, got I my, I,
5: I got, I got my right now, nigga. Be quiet. Be quiet. So you, you me?
1: Yep. All right, it's police correct, Joe. Thank you so much for making the brothers podcast what it is and funding the brother podcast as well. Totally correct, Joe.
2: Uh, this is this is this is level of mm-hmm. therapy to me. I enjoy the brothers podcast. The brother past, The brothers podcast is a dream. I give my respect to spot. I don't know how you do the drug, but I'm fucked up right now. Yes, Joe.
4: Cheers. All right, Joe. Yo, kids,
2: my
3: nigga. Kids, Don't. My, nigga. <laughs> my hero. Visit my hero. Yo, mom Yo, you gotta give it to us, and you gotta give it to us, Clint Yes, this has been. Yeah.
1: We out.
0: Now that we done lit your mind like a candle With all the news and the sports that you can handle We provide topics that have you think Now you see why these brothers had the link Like a gold chain, bruh So listening is a no-brainer And it's the third season So we ain't no strangers We'll make you wonder and warn you about the dangers We'll tell you about the murders and the rapers, All the felonious capers The customer, the seller, the butcher, the baker What I'm trying to say is we got it locked So for info this should be your number one spot. Plus, we have you laughing till your ribs sore. It's the Brothers Podcast, the Stash Crip Report. All
6: right,
1: welcome to the Brothers Podcast. I'm here with Jay Boogie. How you doing?
3: Happy Palm Sunday, fellas.
1: Ryan Bars, how you doing?
3: Yes, yes.
1: The, uh, uh, the previous week before Easter, so
7: we got to get our prayer on, y'all.
1: All right. Play Craig Joe, how you doing? How you doing, gentlemen? All right. All right, so let's move right into it. Um. um U.S. Um, CDC... Um, sending personnel to Africa to help with a, a a rare deadly um outbreak called um the um the Marburg. It's a viral um fever, and it has been reported in Tanzania, where the cases have been cropping up for the last seven weeks, according to the World Health Organization. Um, the the infection is often um fatal. Um. There have been no proof of vaccines or treatment for for the Marburg. Um, the, the CDC warns. All right, Jay Boogie. What's your thoughts on this, and why do you think Africa always getting these damn diseases
5: first?
3: Yeah, it's uh, it's very interesting. When I when I read that article earlier, um, I was thinking about when we sent uh, some of our folks uh, many years back uh, to help with fighting the Ebola virus uh, in Africa again. Um, you know, it is it is interesting that it's always targeted to Africa. Um, I don't think there's any coincidence at this point that these types of viruses and diseases seem to, uh, quote unquote, originate from Africa because nobody knows where they Africa got it. But I think, you know, this is the CDC's way, the same way they did before of trying to get af- ahead of this to ensure that it doesn't make its way uh, to the Western nations. Um, and so I think that's, this is what they have to do. Quite frankly, this is the, the purpose and the existence of this organization uh, is to try and get ahead of that. And so they'll go over there with all of those, you know, big kits and, and suits and things that they wear. Um, but I think, you know, they're being proactive to try and get ahead of it. The numbers are relatively low right now. Uh, one, one, one life taken from a, from a disease is too many, um, but they're, they are trying to get ahead of it and, and and kudos to the CDC for trying to get ahead of it early on.
1: All right, play Craig Joe.
5: Um,
2: I feel like Africa always get it first because they infect Africa. I think Africa is just basically the test, the test subjects. You know what I'm saying? Because it's the same thing that you said Tuskegee and stuff. They want to see how something, like, like even with COVID, right? COVID wasn't in Africa. They, I think they, they put these things in Africa. Or, or remember, Africa. Every country goes to Africa. It's like a everybody get their resources from Africa. Germany, Russia, um, Berlin, right? Um, Belgium, I Every, mean, everybody just get their resources from Africa, so it's like, that's where the whole world meets up. They just wanna make it seem like Africa is a shithole country or it, 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 it's not necessary for the world, but Africa is actually the the, the central for the, the new technology, everything that's coming out. And I just feel like they, you know, they test stuff on people there because they don't care about the people. there. So I feel like, you know, everybody, they, 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 they're test subjects there, man. I honestly believe that. That's why Africa always getting everything. It's either from tourism or foreigners going there to to, 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 to dig up the mines or,
5: you know, it just in, in, injected them with the shit. Ryan Bogs. Yeah, man, I
7: I have to somewhat agree with my brother Joe. Like it seemed like it's population control. You know what I mean? When they come out with new diseases and 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 you know, you see no cure for it. You know what I mean? No vaccine for it. So you know what I mean? I don't know what's to come from this, but hopefully they get it under control and, you know what I mean, you know, just eradicate it, you know, and, you know, we don't have to worry about it in the U.S., you know what I mean? And nobody else has to die from it. But, uh, yeah, like my man Joe said, it's always something in Africa. It's, if it's not Ebola, it's malaria, you know what I mean? Now this So We need to uh, Just Like I said You know what I mean When I
1: first came on We need to pray That's my take Alright Moving on Alright um, There's been a, a shooting In action ma- 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 Can I say something though? Yeah,
2: yeah. But, but you know But, but kudos to the, the, the CDC For at least trying to 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 stop it, and 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 to, to 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 you know be a step ahead of this thing, but but you know we all know who be conjuring up all these viruses and shit, but you know, is it you know so I feel like it's a part of the, you know world dominance and shit.
5: Who oh,
1: the fruit bat? He said it come to fruit <laughs> bat.
2: Same people that be um. You know, or
1: COVID, I'm assuming, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's a change of power, man. Like, you know, trying to rule the world or some shit. I don't know. All right. Um, so, Nashville, Tennessee, there was a, a, a school shooting by um. Audrey Hell, but I, she, well, he's a, a transgender go um, by Aiden, and he entered a school. And shot um, six people, three of them children. The person sent out something on on social media to former form teammates saying that she's gonna die today. Um, she entered the school. The, the person uh, mis- entered the school. Um, you know, quickly um, started shooting at people. Killed uh, uh, three young students and and some staff members. Um, and um, quickly, the police came into the building. About ten minutes later, uh, quickly they 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 shot a, shot that pet. Um, uh, Jay, what's your thoughts on this? I mean, she went into the building with an assault rifle and military stuff. What's your thoughts on this? Another school shooting.
3: Yeah, once again, um, one uh, mental health is real in America. Mental health issues are absolutely. Uh, real in America, there is no race, gender, uh, ethnicity, community, state. Uh, there is nobody that is exempt from mental health issues in this country. Um, it is very prevalent in more, more, more communities than others. But again, nobody's nobody's exempt from mental health issues. And this individual clearly uh, suffered with mental health issues. Clearly, going through a through a transgender through the through the process of becoming a a, um, a male, uh, so I think mentally that that had some issues. But when you when you go through it, I mean, here here's a, another issue is gun laws, right? Um, universal background checks is something that I think all politicians can agree on. Universal background checks don't infringe. And again, I say this multiple times, time and time again. Uh, I am an advocate, Second Amendment right believer. But I don't believe that background checks will infringe on my rights as a Second Amendment, uh, as a gun owner, as a guy that believes in the Second Amendment. I think what it does prevent is these types of things from happening. This individual was in the hospital for mental health issues. That is something that could have been flagged um, dur- during a background check to allow this individual not to to, bo- to be able to purchase a weapon. The family thought that... Um, this individual only had one weapon, which they were told that he sold, um, but actually ended up buying seven more weapons. Uh, and this also speaks a little bit to me, to the, to the you know, so we we talk about the mental health issues and then what this obsession was with the school, with the basketball team, et cetera. The other part about this is, to me, is security uh, and soft targets in this country. Two biggest soft targets that we have in this country are churches and schools, schools are such a soft target for people to come in and 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 have these types of things happen she shot her way in he shot his way in through the door in order to get into the school um clearly there was no security uh on that side of the building so again um i think you know how soft of a target schools are um as much as we don't want to increase the security presence in schools I think more and more year after year, it shows that we really need to take a hard look at that. Cameras can be a deterrence, yes. Um, the alarm went off, but, you know, how, how long did it take somebody from inside of the school to react? Uh, and so I think that's something else that we really need to take a hard look at is how soft of a target uh, schools are. I think about back to uh, when we were in high school um, and how we used to leave out of the side of the schools. To go to corner store to get a sandwich and sneak back in on the side so i think the same way we were able to leave and come back in other people would be able to get in the same way and nobody knew that we were leaving out of the school so even back then in the 90s uh going into 2000 schools were soft and it's just getting worse but we weren't carrying guns coming into school we wanted to go get a hero because we didn't want to eat school lunch right so it's a different a different a different day and age today but I think it's really something that we really need to take a hard look at. And, you know, obviously, again, the NRA is one of the biggest lobbyist organizations in this country. They're in the pockets of almost every politician. Uh, Tennessee is a red state. And so, you know, good luck trying to get those types of laws changed. But at what point in time do we stop saying, you know, my deepest condolences? How many times can we say that as a country uh, before we really get serious about this? Uh, before we start saying, again, sorry for the loss of three kids, three adults. Uh, who were trying to get an education, be educators, and now they're all dead. Uh, and it's, it's unbelievable that we still sit here today uh, and saying once again, deeply sorry for the loss of these kids, of a, of a massacre shooting, um, because we continue to do nothing um, as a government and as a country, we continue to do nothing to try and help fix this problem.
1: Lee, correct, Joe?
2: I mean, we just need better um, gun control laws. To me, like, like even if a person is like, to me, it's too easy to get a gun, right? And and, like, if say you're mentally like, challenged, like, got mental health issues, you can just ask your friend to get you a gun, right? And then you could get up to a hundred guns. Like, they don't question these people when they like, you know, like. It's it's a it's a gun problem. <laughs> you know, people like to say like it wasn't like like the old like where the OGs. There was like you know, somebody was talking. I remember a conversation back in the days. and the OG was like, you know, back in our days, we never we never used to shoot. We used to fight it out all the time, and his friend was like, yeah, nigga, that's because we had no guns. But if we had guns, we'd be doing the same shit. You know what I'm saying? So, as long as there's guns, they're going to be gunfighters. and and people are going to find a way to get it. Just the way it is. You know, we need better gun control, and I feel like we don't need all these semi-automatic, like, bump stop rifles that's used for war in this in the street. I really, I feel like you should be able to get a handgun and a shotgun. You don't need an AK-47 and rocket launches and missile launches, you don't need those shit. Why do you need those? Why are you able to get those if you're not in the military?
5: Ryan Bars. Yeah, I think it's a shame that we gotta go through
7: this again. Like Jay said, you know what I mean? Talking about another school, shooting. talking about our future, you know what I mean? And you know what I mean? The teachers of our future being you know, gunned down like that, you know what I mean? And um I just like to say, you know, the same thing that Joe was saying. We need more control on guns, you know what I mean? I'm a proud gun owner, you know what I mean, myself, you know what I mean? And I know how to use my gun, you know what I mean, for self defense and that's it. But, you know what I mean, like Jay said, it has to be something mentally wrong there, you know what I mean? The way she was or he was uh you know what I mean obsessive with the basketball team and you know what I mean all this other stuff that they were saying about the person i think you know what I mean that should have been checked out and it should have been illegal for that person to purchase a gun because they have you know I me mean, laws against people with mental uh disabilities you know what I mean owning guns but they don't they don't you know what I mean? Some of these people slip through the cracks, you know what I mean, and they get to purchase guns and you know what I mean, this is what happens, this is the results of that. So, you know, is, gun laws need to be stricter, you know what I mean, and they definitely need to do better uh background checks for uh, you know, people that's trying to purchase guns. That's my take. All
1: right. World tour, your toys. Yeah, we well, talk. Yes, he's not there yet. But Joe, polycar Joe, um, mm-hmm. you, you think that's only because of military um grade weapons that that this is happening? I mean, they can walk in, they can get a six shooter and, and walk in, and the same damage can be happened. I think it's more or less the security, not the not the gun law. If somebody can walk in there with a with a six shooter, three six shooters. And if she wanted to kill people, she can do it. I mean the the, the military-grade weapons doesn't really stop them from doing anything. They kill, if they want to kill, they still can go in there and kill people.
2: No I, and I, and they can I, go I, and kill a, they can go up in there and kill with a knife. you feel me? Yeah, but like I said, it, you know, like I, I don't feel like regular people need ar 15s and, and stuff like that. I, at least it will it would lower the 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 you know like if if you come in with a six shooter it's different you are not brave enough with a six shooter right like but i I just don't believe you need military style weapons in the streets man people are people are crazy and 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 you know it's like you know like what i said you gotta you gotta you gotta
5: pray you just gotta pray and you know
1: All right, Uh, Jay. You think you think uh, military grade weapons, if um, you know, that would stop people? That would stop Uh, people.
3: Say that last part again. Cut out a little bit. Do you think
1: military grade weapons will stop school shootings if people can get their hands on it?
3: No, I, um, I don't think it would. You're saying like if they had them in the school for security purposes?
1: No, if a person couldn't get their hands on it, like Joe was saying. If a person couldn't get their hands on military-grade weapons, and was able to get like a, a nine-millimeter or 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 revolver. Would that stop school shootings?
3: No, it would not. I don't think it would. It wouldn't stop school shootings because you know when people are and hell bent on doing something, they're gonna do it. What it would stop though is the massive numbers of folks that are being killed because you know although to your point, Maul, that you can still go up into a school. Uh, and still shoot people with a with a 9mm or a revolver. The point with an automatic rifle is y- you can take out a lot more in a lot less time because a 9 millimeter only holds but so many rounds, and it only goes but so much distance at a certain speed. Coming out of an AR-15 or any type of military-style rifle, the, the speed is quicker, the burst is quicker, and, and it spreads a lot quicker, too. Uh, and It has the ability to go through you know, a lot more versus a 5.56 five, shell. Um, so that 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 is the difference. But I think if people were not able to get a hold of those types of, you know, AR-15 style rifles, um, I don't think school shootings would stop if we don't increase the security. But I think if they were still able to get in, I don't think the numbers would be in and, and one one death is too many in a shooting, but I don't think the numbers would be nearly as high um, as what we see in every type of massacre shooting because every single one of them always involved a military style rifle.
1: Um, let me go to Ryan Barz. Why do you think people were infatuated with military grade weapons in the first place? Ryan Barz. I don't
7: know, I guess, cause you know, it's, it's something that they, you know, feel like in you know any other instance they wouldn't be able to get like you know what I mean they get they get the the guns that they see in the movies you know what I mean they get the guns that they see the cops with they get the guns that they see the, in the army and they you know they like okay we could get these two you know what I mean that's what's up you know what I mean so that's why they infatuated you know what I mean with the AR fifteens and the AK forty sevens and stuff like that.
3: That's can my I, test. Got game systems,
7: oh, yeah, definitely. Xbox and PlayStation, they game like systems
3: so. with they all of the, these weapons on these games, uh, that, that people see like what it does in a game, which is really what it does in real life. I think it absolutely tantalizes people's juices to want to go out there and get those types of weapons, uh, to see what they can do in real life because there are things mentally that people are dealing with and, and what better way to deal with it in such a quick instance than what I'm using on call of duty. And people see the impact that those weapons have and, you know, and it's not to knock the game designers, but that has played a major influence on people's decisions to go out here and, and try and do those same types of tactics uh, that they do in those games. Many of people have asked me like, Hey, Jay, you play call of duty. I'm like, I don't play call of duty because one, I live that lifestyle. And I don't want to sit at home playing it. But two, like when I'm, I, you know, it's, it, I know that there's an influence on people uh, in this society that that play those games, and it gives them thoughts and ideas on how to go back out there and execute just exactly what they did on that game.
1: correct, Joe. What do you think the factuation of military-grade weapons are?
2: Man, power it's 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 a it's a a power that's it anybody that walk up anywhere with an ak-47 or some shit what everybody doing running away right you can have a little handgun people probably be like i'll take your shit but nobody is weird but when you have an ar-15 and it can make the person that's being bullied or whatever feel very very powerful so I think that's all it is. It's just a way of feeling powerful. I got the biggest, you know, I might be small and people bully me all these years. So now I got the biggest fucking gun and you gotta run for me. And I think it's a powerful feeling to have that weapon. You know what I'm saying? It fucks with your mental. But I but you know, but I think I think even back in the days, right? Like when people you, you see you you see the Terminator, or you just see all these crazy movies. If the guns are not available to people, you can't get them. Might be one or two people with it, but it's it's so available in abundance. And then you see the video games and you see the rap view and you see everything with it. You see the movies, right?
5: And they're available.
2: Once it's available, you're gonna get it. Too easy to get. I see I see a movie, I collect action figures, right? And I'm like, oh, I want the action figure. <laughs> it's available, if it's not available, I can't get it. If it's available, I get it. It's availability, you know? And, and it's powerful, it makes you feel strong, makes you feel like, what well, is said. You, you give a man, what, what my man Chow Yang said, you give a man one gun, you feel like Superman, you give him two, I forgot that, I forgot that when you give him two, you feel like uh, invincible. So I I think that's all weapons are, man. Just a a powerful feeling that you get from having it. It it gives power to the weak, you know what I'm saying? Give strength to the weak. Definitely.
1: Ryan Bars, they hire you right now to to protect all the schools in the United States. What's your plan? Protect all the kids from, from school shootings, from mass shootings. What's your plan? To put armed security inside
7: schools. I mean, that's it. You know what I mean, right there. Or let teachers be armed. One or the other, but I I I'd rather have armed security than let the teachers be armed because the teachers wouldn't be, you know, professionally trained to use their guns. They'll just be gun owners, you know, and it it'll be like. It it wouldn't be as effective as having security guards in the school, so I, that's what I would do. I'll put security guards in every school.
1: Jay Boogie, what would be your plan? They hire you to keep our schools safe from mass shootings. What would you? What What be your plan?
3: So I, I think uh, I'm I'm going after retired cops. I'm going after retired military folks um to 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 get them into schools, and here's why if, if I go hire uh, some younger guys to go into a school to to be armed right and and to help protect these kids, they're still young, right? I think I know that a retired you know cop in any city, a retired military guy, has almost two sources of income already, and I'm willing to give them a third and a source of income. so therefore I wouldn't have to pay them an astronomical amount of money. Uh, to do it, and then plus this is something that those types of folks care about, and you know the type of quality you're going to get: organized, disciplined, and ready to do the job on day one, uh, versus having to come in there and teach, train, and you know have all these other things. So, me personally, I'm going after folks that just recently retired from the military, from some sort of police force, and ask them for their help and uh, recruiting them and getting them into this. And I can guarantee you. You get people coming out of the woodworks right now, man, talking about it. That would be my
1: plan. All right. Play correct Joe. What'll be your plan? I
2: mean, uh, the, the the ex-cop that Jay said seemed like a good idea, but I wouldn't put the ex cops in black schools. Um, because you know like uh, they get scared of black people. And they probably <laughs> use the the, the 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 guns against the black kids. Oh no, him here, bro. He like a seven-year-old, you gotta grow man, bang bang. You know what I mean? So I wouldn't even put the cops in the black school. Um, but I don't know, bro. I guess, um, I guess you gotta treat it like a prison and put like high fences with fucking electrical thing. And I don't know, like, I, I, cause it's the like same. Maybe now the kids gotta feel like you know, you're, you're, they're, they're going into a prison when it's supposed to be feel like a, a place of learning and you know, peaceful place. Like, this is supposed to be off limits. School's not even supposed to be on the limit of any fucking sick people out here, right? So I guess you have to lock it down like a fucking prison so people can't kill the kids. So this is the mentality that kids gotta have when they, you know, you gotta put barbed wire fences and electrical shit, big metal gates. That's what it sounds like. So you gotta Mm -hmm. lock down a whole school like a fucking prison. Like, it doesn't make sense. And, and, and where I would you like get that from? I'm sorry. Huh? Yeah, go ahead. No, nah, I just, it, it, like, so it's like, you just gotta, like I said, you know what, I, I'll tell all the parents to pray. That's it. Just pray. And,
1: Joe, and to do that, Joe, um, and Jay, correct me if I'm wrong, to do all that, what Joe wanted to do, you need funding, right?
3: Yeah, you absolutely have to have funding.
1: Where would you get the, where would you get the funding from, Joe?
2: No, like like you gotta do that for every school. But it's like it's like now it's like a prison to bring your kids in there. Now it's like I guess the NRA. They could create some bulletproof um gates and shit. So they win, you know, they 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 create the weapon and they create a the defense, I guess. <laughs>
3: the NRA would want do that, they wanna sell more guns. There you go. So you now say, like, Oh now nah, schools are safe, so you go more guns.
5: Yeah
2: nobody to stop it, bro. And it's going to happen. I mean, we need to take mental health more serious. I think that's that's number one, you know. And and even the cops, right? Because I felt like the 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 the, 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 the transgender person, her, the friend was calling the cops to warn them. I heard something like that, and 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 they put it on hold. See, what I'm saying the person was on the phone like my friend about the shoot up the school and they, and they put on, they put the, 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 the friend on hold. I heard that somewhere.
3: So, so one thing I will tell you, though, is is, you know, is, um, you know we, we do talk a lot about, um, you know, mental health in America and it absolutely is an issue. But I think the bigger issue writ large is uh, the mental health professionals in the country, or lack thereof. Um, like, in society, uh, within the military, you know, we we hear complaints about it a lot, about not having mental health providers. Quite frankly, this country in itself is short of mental health providers. And that is part of the biggest problem that we have uh, is the shortage of these medical professionals that can provide those types of, res- you know, those types of services uh, to people in this country. It, it You know, and I told my boss that it's not... It's not um, specific to the military. This is a this is a problem countrywide that we don't have these medical professionals uh, to be able to assist in providing mental health services to people.
1: Yeah, man, mental health is, is, is a big thing in the United States at this present time, man. So, but there, how do you but how do you diagnose somebody, Jay? How do you, how do you do that? If, if you gotta, in order for you to get help, they gotta want the help or gotta be diagnosed. So how do how do we stop that?
3: Yeah, I think, I mean, you know, personally, um, you know, people have to want help. Um, and that's the, that, that is the second biggest problem. One is not having the medical professionals and two people admitting that they have the problem, uh, until it's too late. Uh, And then, God forbid, something happens to to this individual. And so I think part of the—because there is a stigma uh, in this country that is attached to uh, mental health, I think that is what really keeps people away wanting to go and talk to medical professionals because there is such a huge negative connotation attached to mental health uh, and being, you know, quote-unquote, you know, having mental health issues— uh, is such a negative issue, a negative connotation attached to it. People refuse to want to even go and seek the medical providers, even though they probably nine times out of ten won't be there, uh, depending on where you live in this country. Um, but because there's such negative attention to it, people refuse to go and get the help, and it's too late when 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 the help does reach them, they're they're too far gone. And I think that's the the, the second biggest problem uh, is because, of 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 mental health is the negative stigma that is associated with it. Wow, like I live it every day in the military, and people don't people don't want to talk to psych docs because they're they're afraid of how they will be labeled and looked at and blah blah, blah blah. Um, and so because it is viewed as negative, people just don't want to do it.
1: What about you, Joe? Let you correct Joe? Repeat the question. What's the Sorry. how do you think you can um weed the people out that needs the help? That's what
2: I'm, that's what I'm medical, you know that's what the professionals to, to find out. Yeah, but what if they but, don't?
1: What if they don't? If they don't go to see a doctor. What if they
2: don't go and tell nobody they have? You know, they people have them, they people with mental health usually needs. they always cry for help. They always try to get help. We just don't pick up the signs. And the thing is, it's too expensive, right? So that's why you have a lot of poor people doing crazy shit. The rich people, they, they usually could afford the mental, like a psychiatrist or a therapist or somebody to talk to. But, you know, poor people don't. And there's poor people that be doing this crazy shit because it's so expensive. Everything is so expensive, right? Just to see a doctor, is expensive. Therapists, everything is so expensive. And it's not available for the poor or the middle class. We just can't afford it. So people go crazy. Uh, That's true. Uh, What about Ryan Barge? You
1: think mental health services should be free in the United States?
7: Yeah, I definitely think it should be free because uh, it's too many people. And it's too many people that are going through things, whether it be, you know what I mean, Abuse in the home, you know what I mean? Thinking about suicide, all types of, you know what I mean, mental health issues, you know what I mean? Thinking about killing somebody else, you know what I mean? So it's like we we can't put a price on, you know what I mean, somebody's mental health. You know what I mean? It, It should be free, you know what I mean, for everybody, you know what I mean? No matter if you're rich or poor. That's my take. Jay Boogie, think mental health services will be free for everyone
1: that need it?
3: Yeah, man, I think it's such a, I mean, it is a It, it, it is a pandemic uh, in this country. And I think the fact that if we take a look at, at, at COVID, right, and and we made, um, uh, as a pandemic, we, we allowed vaccinations to be given across this country to people uh, for free because it was such a pandemic and it affected this country so much that it crippled it. I think we, we are there at this point with mental health, um, and so I think we should approach mental health services the same way we approached uh, the the corona the, the COVID nineteen pandemic.
2: Joe, I mean, I feel like it should be free. Just like medical, just like medical, um, just like the medical field, but, you know, it should be free
1: going J boogie again what's the likelihood of that happening and who would need to pass that would a bill need to be passed or funding and all that good stuff so how that how would that happen
3: yeah i think it's um i think it's slim to none um because at the end of the day um the, the 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 desire for people in this country at this point to go into this business is is few and far in between and so you can't force people to go to school to be, you know, uh, psych psych docs and mental health professionals, um, they don't see money in that. They see money in other things when they go to medical school, um, and so I think that is the problem. I don't think there's no way the federal government uh, will ever be able to mandate that, um, because that's a choice that people make when they choose to go to medical school, uh, what specialty they choose to go in, and that's why, again, like I said, there's such a shortage across America um, that I just there's no there's no end in sight right now uh, to this problem.
1: Yeah, so if that's the case, then that means um, mental health will still be undiagnosed, and still will be a big problem in the United States, and that means also stuff like this will continue to happen. Is that correct?
3: I agree. I agree, hundred percent.
1: So that means not only that, that means situation that just happened in Nashville will will happen again, like Sandy Hook. You know. So yes, was-
3: so, but but there are there are other avenues that that we could take as a country. You know, outside of the mental health realm, which is to go back and take a look at these gun laws um, and not make them restrictive, but put something in place that could help something like this from happening again, which is to basically put in universal background checks. Again, it doesn't take away people's rights to own guns. What it does is it allows, um, you know, folks to run background checks on you before uh, allowing you to purchase a gun. That is something that we can control. We can't control medical professionals and, and who goes to school to do what. But one thing for certain we can control is, you know, can we take a hard look at universal background checks and come to a bipartisan agreement uh, within the federal government? Because you can't go to the states on the eaches. Obviously, we know each state is different. But when it's mandated from the federal government, then that's a whole different ballgame. And so can we get the, the United States... Uh, Congress both in the both in the House and the Senate to take a look at universal background uh universal background checks and then put something like that into law to make it a requirement that is something that they can do and that they can do immediately uh, in order to try and impact some change somehow some way
1: and, and please great Joe um this' is the back, piggyback what Jay said if that's something they can't do why don't they do it
2: money? Once they rest- once they put restrictions, any kind of restrictions, right? They lose money. So the name of the game is to make as much money as you can.
1: What about you, Ryan box Why you think they don't do it?
7: Ryan I Bar- believe man. I believe they just don't care. You know what I mean? And, and, and to addition, you know what I mean? to addition to to money, you know what I mean? They don't care. They don't feel like it's their problem, you know what I mean? And that's one of the reasons why they won't do it.
1: And Jay Boogie, why you think they don't wanna do
6: it?
3: Uh, uh, The National Rifle Association, at the end of the day, like I said, they're the most powerful um, um, lobbyist organization in this country. Um, and, and they are in the pockets of both Republicans and Democrats and make no mistake about it until people could crack that code on the NRA, th- this, this just doesn't, I mean, Joe Biden was fighting this when he was a Senator, when he was young and he stayed awake during the whole conversation. That's how long people have been trying to fight this. Uh, and so they are the most powerful organization, uh, and the, one of the most powerful organizations, that influences the government. And that's that's the reason why we're gonna have a fight. But until people start paying attention to local politics, uh, and then paying attention to their to the federal politics, it, it will never change.
1: All right, moving on. Um, China and Brazil have made a deal to trade in their own currency, ditching the US dollar. Please Craig Joe, what's your thoughts on this?
2: I mean, it's been, it's been a long time coming, right? They, it's, it's a long time coming. And I think Russia, Saudi Arabia, um, I think um, a lot of African countries are on board. A lot of other African countries are on board because, uh, you know, China is becoming number one. So, you know, they want their dollar to be number one. They want to back it by resources. You know, it has it, been a long time coming, it's been a long plot to, to to take over. So we gotta we gotta think of something how to battle this, you know. Cause if 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 America I live in America, so I I'm Team America all the way. I need a US dollar to be on top. You know, but that's my
1: take. Ryan Boss. What was the question again? So China and Brazil have made a deal to trade in their own currency, ditching U.S. dollars. What's your thought on that? Oh, yeah. Uh, Oh, man, it's
7: going down, man. Like, I don't know why. I mean, I know why they did that because they, they jealous of us. You know what I mean? First of all, you know what I mean? They us as a superpower and they want that same power. So, you know what I mean? Money would be the way to get, you know, equal status. But they'll never be, you know, equal to us. You know what I mean? Because we've been putting in work for a long time. You know what I mean? The U.S. So um, doing their own thing and bringing their own currency into play would be a good move for them, but it's not going to be so much that it really, really hurts the US. I don't think it's going to hurt the US as much as some people might think. That's my
1: take. All right, Jay Boogie.
3: Um, this, uh, like PC Joe said, this move has been uh, in the works for quite some time um with China. So I think when people, I mean, look, we we are in debt. A lot of our debt is owed to China. And for the longest time, uh, you know, our debt was calculated in U.S. dollar. And then a lot of other countries around this world who did trades and other things, everything was calculated within the U.S. dollar. China has now become that country where in the last three months or so, China have brokered four peace deals across this country, across the nation, not this country, but across this nation, they have brokered four peace deals. That is a role that was typically held for the United States. China is now, you know, the the, the source for most people to go and get all types of goods and things and et cetera of that nature. So now when you go to these other countries and they say they no longer want to trade in the U.S. dollar, that actually affects both not only the U.S. dollar, uh, but but also the economy here in America, because the value of the U.S. dollar uh, starts to, quite frankly, devalue across the globe. And so, you know, my brother Ryan Bars, I appreciate what he said, but I completely disagree with him. Uh, this is a call. Co- this is a move that is a cause for a major concern in America. Um, and I think if people don't pay attention to this, uh, we we will watch our economy tank really quick. Here's the other deal. If you started watching, you know, after these types of these deals were announced over the last week or so, look at the price of goods again. Look at the price of petroleum again. Look at the price of everything that you see. Uh, The Feds actually raised the rates again because all of this affects the U.S. dollar. Uh, And that announcement actually impacted us, you know, A little bit, but if 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 how the market reacted to this is a sign of things to come, people
5: should be very very concerned.
2: But but you know what, two J, but another thing is they want to back it by like resources too. So I feel like it's Qaddafi' plan that's coming into effect, right? But they want to back it by um. By, by by like gold and silver because the, I think Nixon took us off of that. And it was just sort of like military strength, like I'll, we'll protect you if our dollars. So it definitely could. And all these countries, right? It's countries that America took jobs away from the citizens. Even though I understand that you need trade and you need to develop other countries and you need this, this, this is what stopped. This is what brought us into the Great Depression because we was like, no, all American jobs, just America, just America. It brought us into the Great Depression, right? So I feel like this, this now, like, you know, like we gave too much away, right? Like we we, we became dependent on China too much for everything, right, to save a buck. So it, it, it's actually capitalism is a big part of this too. Because we just like shipped all the factories, everything. And we gave these countries their power. We're the reason why they're so strong. Right? And, and, and I guess they didn't see it coming. But, you know, it's that being cheap could, could be, could cost us. Somebody said that they said being cheap could be very expensive. And that's what yep. we're witnessing now.
3: Yep. Because it took all the jobs China, away from its citizens. China,
2: China is the partner of trade. Yep. And we made China this powerful. Yep. and China just sat back and was playing chess when we was playing fucking checkers. And people yeah. have been screaming out, bring jobs back, right? What's the difference of, and they used to say, oh, we're not not—we're moving to factories because of environmental issues, right? So the factory is not affecting us in China? If you're going to have mm-hmm. the factories, building here. It's affecting us the same fucking, <laughs> right? Yeah. Not if you're moving away from certain things, but it's just a cheap way. And, and capitalists, Capitalism played a fucking important part in this. You know what I'm saying? And and it's gonna affect us. And and, and we should be scared. And and I'm gonna tell you, this shit might be to war. I feel like war is coming. You know what I'm saying? Because war is next when, when you, people just never give up power. You're not just gonna take America's power. It's gonna be war from this shit. And China, I think, spent money on defense. So, you know, Russia got money on defense. So everybody's getting ready. But people don't know, you know, we just so infatuated with fucking Trump being indicted. Because they, to me, they indicted Trump for no fucking reason. So I feel like this was just a distraction to keep us from what's really going on, which is about to be probably World War III coming up. And We don't even see it. People in La La Land, you know?
1: But, Jay Boogie, could this have been, like, this, can, could this have been avoided? Like, who fault is this? Like, you said this has been years in the making. So who fault is this?
3: So I think you have to look at American foreign policy. Uh, you have to look at trade policies. You have to look at the debt ceiling, right? Every time, I think if you look over the last 12 years, every time America has raised the debt ceiling, you know, we were able to do that because it, we were we were in debt to China, right? So yes, we raised the debt ceiling, and trillions of dollars, which we did again, and they're going to have to do in July or August um, because the debt, the the money's getting ready to run out and we're going to hit the debt ceiling again, um, you know, where we have, we have sold, you know, hundreds of millions of bonds, hundreds of millions of this and hundreds of millions of that of American things to China that we have to pay for in order to get back. Uh, This is administration after administration after administration. And, you know, Love him or hate him, Trump was the hardest on him, right? Um, and so, you, you know, what he was doing was not a bad thing. But I think prior to that, we have, we have just really been asleep at the wheel with China um, and be, become beholden to them as it related to our national debt. Pretty
5: correct, Joe.
2: I mean, I agree with Jay with that, right? Like, but I feel like the way, the reason why we we did the trade so cheap is because we owe them so much money. So I guess it's like if it's coming from China because of the because of the national debt, right? But these politicians, they need to be smarter with the money. And, and I guess it's all these tax breaks and all this crazy shit for the rich, the the, the, the free trading with China. This 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 has been in the works. China, Russia, they've been in cahoots for years. This is before Trump, before Obama, right? And, and, and this is a problem with dictatorship, right? Because we're a democracy, so we get a president for majority eight years. You got the same ruler in China and, and all these other countries that's plotting on us. But man, yeah. So they was like, we're just gonna wait till this the due term is up, you know what I'm saying? And then I think Putin said that he said we're gonna wait for Obama to turn to be up. And, I, and you know what I'm saying? When Obama was putting sanctions and shit on him. he's like, Oh, you only got four more years left, some shit like that. Right? And he was right that so it's always a change of power when you have the same people in power for years plotting. And then new, new, you know, new administrations come in. They change up everything. They, they, so it, it's too confusing when you got the same administration in these countries. The same everything. Just applying for fucking years. So, Jay, what's the
1: solution uh, to this issue before it becomes a cat- uh, catastrophe?
3: Um, you know what? I don't know if there is a solution right now. You can only hope to slow down this train. Um, I don't know if there's a solution to reverse the momentum. Uh, I think we're too far gone as it relates to the debt um and the debt ceiling that we're we're facing again, and how much, you know we owe China and how much they have us by the balls. Um, a lot of people run for office and you hit them out there and they talk tough, tough and rough against China. But um, I think behind closed doors, a lot of American companies go there. A lot of, you know, businesses go there, um, et cetera, et cetera. Again, like I said, Trump was the one to me personally that put the most pressure on China um, over the past, you know, probably two decades. Um, but if you think about that, he was only the president for four years. And so when you talk in two decades, you're talking 16 years worth of time where, you know, this this has been a never ending uh, uh, issue. So, you know, four years versus 16 years is going to take a long time to try and dig out of this. Um, and so China is at the point now where they feel emboldened uh, and they're and they're capitalizing at this point um, on feeling that way, um, as, as well as other countries going to them to be now the partner of choice and not America. That, that that is the big the biggest seismic shift that we're seeing is that we were always choice. Number one, that is no longer the case. And it's going to take a long time to dig out of that. But to PC Joe's point, you know, as the administration's change, 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 everybody's vision is different. Um, and so we shall see where we go moving forward. but this is this is certainly to me a reason uh, for for Americans to be concerned
1: Joe, please Craig, Joe, what do you think the solution is?
2: The solution um. I can't even tell bro, like, we so far in debt. You just gotta, just gotta move real strategic. You need the smartest people in the country. The the, the smartest, you just, gotta, you just need the smartest people and just listen to them and, you know, people that you trust, like, cause I, I, I,
3: I, I think the solution like, is
2: administration. <laughs> but I think it's too, nah, not even that. I just think it's too late. I think the ball has been rolling already. I think it's, it's too late. The new solution might come in and be like, oh, we're gonna bomb them So war. It's like we got to a point where it's like, you know, how do we move forward from here? Right? Because as soon as Russia and what the thing is people respect money and power. So as soon as Russia and, and China, if they pull this off and everybody else gonna fall in line. All you need is the strongest on board with you. So Britain so, is like,
3: you know. Here's what I will say. Sorry, John, I me not mean to cut you off, brother. Mm-hmm. But as uh, you talked about that with Russia and, and, and China. The one thing that I do believe is keeping China at bay right now is what they saw happen in the Ukraine with Russia. I think they are deathly afraid um, at this point from a mil- pure military perspective um, on what Taiwan could potentially do To China because of the backing of the United States as well as NATO. That is the one thing that is keeping from from moving full speed ahead with whatever their plan is. They are eerily concerned about what Taiwan could do and potentially will do if China tried to act as it relates to a hostile takeover. That is the one thing that they're concerned about.
5: All right, Ryan Bars, what's your thoughts? What's your think the solution could be?
7: Uh, the U.S. needs to start taxing the rich, you know what I mean? The, the uh, you know, percentage that don't get taxed in this country, they're getting away the scot-free, you know what I mean? it's highway robbery for, you know, the mid-class and the uh, lower-class citizens in this country, you know what I mean? People working hard, and they getting taxed out the wazoo, and you know what I mean? These bosses of companies, you know what I mean, and so on and so forth. They sitting back and not getting taxed at all. I don't think it's fair. So that w- would be one of my solutions if if I was, you know, able to change things.
1: All right, gonna move on. Um, all right, former President Donald J. Trump. Um, has been indicted by a Manhattan grand jury on more than 30 counts um, related to business fraud. All right, play crack Joe, your your thoughts on this. Man, this is just
2: a distraction, bro, to to to, to keep us away from all this um financial from, from World War Three going on, like we said before. You know what I'm saying? Donald Trump, he, he's a hustler, right? He, he's the same as Bloomberg and he's a he's a rich Hustler who just knows how to get over and get by. That's it. Uh, you know, like like Bloomberg came in. I remember Bloomberg after but Bloomberg came into, into New York before he was mayor. He had five billion. After Bloomberg he had over 45 billion. You know what I'm saying? So Trump is like a, a baby Bloomberg. They just they 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 they're gonna they're they gonna hustle us, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like this is just a distraction from what's really going on in the world. And because and, they don't have nothing on them. He's going to get off, but it's just distraction from the stock market, everything that's about to go fucking crazy right now. But Trump is going to get off,
6: though.
1: Ryan Bars, your thoughts?
5: Yeah, Mm -hmm. man. Uh, I was looking at the
7: article and I was like, you know, are, are they really trying to, you know, get him for fraud and all It's his companies and whatever? But like like Joe said, you know, he's probably going to get off. I believe that too. And um, I was going to say good for him, you know what I mean? But I don't think nothing really is going to happen. You know what I mean? They going to give him a slap on the wrist and, you know what I mean, tell him don't do it again like a little baby. You know what I mean? But, uh, besides that, I don't know, man. I don't know what they're going to do to him and and, and what's going to be the outcome, but hopefully he learned his lesson. You know what I mean? That's what, what I say. And I'm thankful that they got him before he tried to uh, run for president in 2024, because we ain't want him for president again. And I thought they was going to get him for being an insider to the insurrection on January 6th. But, you know what I mean, they didn't say nothing about that. So, you know what I mean, I guess they don't care about that. They care about the money side of things. That's my take.
1: All right, Jay Boogie.
3: Yeah, I I mean, like I said last week, man, I just – I think this was – look, the the, the DA, the Manhattan DA uh, felt like he had a case. The the last DA, um, Jay Vance, he had started this. Uh, and the feds made him stop. Um, and I'm surprised the federal government didn't make um, this guy stop either because they the bigger case is the election fraud. The bigger case, you know, is the January 6th insurrection stuff that that the special the special trial, the uh, special uh, attorney general is still going on with. Um, and so I'm really surprised that they let this go. Clearly, the Manhattan D.A. Uh, felt like he had a strong enough case where he he could do it. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm still shocked. Like I was last week, uh, that they chose to move forward with this. Now, people may look at this and say, you know, Donald Trump's not exempt or above the law. I totally agree with that. Um, the, the chances of him being convicted on this is almost slim to none, um, because it just went from, uh, from what they had and as, as a misdemeanor to probably a, a very small class felony which holds a maximum sentence of about four years. The chances of him serving any time on this is slim to none. What it does is only creates further divide within the country uh, amongst political parties. And, you know, hopefully this does not incite any type of craziness around the country, because what Donald Trump did say was um, he, he does plan to hold a press conference Tuesday after he's released. Right. So Secret Service has been working with the state on how they're going to bring him in, how they're going to arraign him, do all of this other craziness. There's no doubt about it. He's not going to, you know, stay behind bars. Um, They will release him and he will release a statement on Tuesday. And so, you know, a lot of... Think about this now. Taxpayers' dollars are paying for all of this shit. You know, the security that has to go involved with this, you know, to transport him there, all of this craziness. I just just think it was a waste of... I don't want to say it was a waste of time because nobody's above the law, but, like, my lord, when you have a special attorney working on bigger things, like to me, this could become a hiccup for, for the rest of these, um, the rest of these legal issues as they all could now be presumed, um, political witch hunts going against Donald Trump. And this may only energize his base, um, because he has been on a campaign trail. He has started, you know, going to locations and his numbers last week actually showed him, uh, take a 20 point increase lead, uh, over Ron DeSantis and the Republican party, um, when he said last week on social media that he felt he was going to get locked up a few weeks ago, this has only helped him. Um, and so I think you know they they better be careful what they ask for because it might backfire on them.
2: Quick question though,
3: he because when, when you're president, when you're a former president, you get
2: two Secret Service guards with you, right,
3: for life? No, he gets a he gets a twelve man detail for life, right? For life, yep. So would they go to jail with him?
2: If he get locked up, I'm just trying to figure it out. I'm just, yeah, but let's think about it. No, you're not gonna get locked up. But I'm like, if a
3: president do get locked up, do do. do, do. Was, over <laughs> <laughs> They get three hots in a cot too. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out how that works. No, nah, but <laughs> it, 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 yo, man, I just feel like it's a, it's a, it's a.
2: Maybe they're working together to make the Trump supporters band together to vote for him. I just feel like this shit is unnecessary. Like nothing's going to happen to him. Yeah, so I just feel like it's an unnecessary shit that they're doing to. Like I said, it's distraction. Like yeah. you know, you, I was I was just telling y'all earlier, right? All over the world, when people call me from different countries, they're like, "Yo, you hear all this shit that's going on in America with the the the, the, the Russia and, and China and all over the world? People know this shit, right?" And then in America, are we talking about is Trump getting locked up? She don't make no fucking sense, bro.
5: Yeah. It's weird.
1: Yeah, it is. Um, but, you know, we'll see, man. Um, Jay Boogie, what's the percentage you think Trump will get reelected?
3: Um, I think he's got a 50, 50 chance right now because of this considered to be political witch hunt his base again
1: what about you play Craig Joe
2: I mean listen anything is possible bro but you know I, I don't know like what it depends they, they don't want him in power anymore right so I feel like if they don't want you in power you're not gonna get him power they don't want trump in power that's why they are sticking the, the 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 dogs on them that's why they're getting the woman and that's why they're getting all this shit against him. they don't want him in power anymore trump's just not taking a hint like bro they finished with you right because if if, if if they didn't want trump to be touched he wouldn't have been touched
1: who are they joe when you say hey who are they
2: you know who, one percent the country they don't want him there they don't want him there so he's Trump is like his people's champ, right? <laughs> but they don't want him to. They want puppets, and he moving. He moves different. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 like, I'm not a, I'm not a Trump supporter, but I could. Tell the nigga moves different. He be saying shit. He be exposing shit. He, be, you know, but, hey, but, but I also think he's the reason for the pandemic because he, he, he dismantled that the the, the pandemic um group. I believe his people crashed the market because he took off the restrictions off the banks when they had when after Obama and Bush gave them back money they had to do a lot of restrictions so he did take off the restrictions right so he did cause a lot of shit too but he do expose a lot of shit too that's going on you know because Obama is the one that saved the stock market and had stocks booming Trump came in and took all of the the, the restrictions off and they just went fucking crazy. Just like when they stopped the housing market back in the days of the bush. So, you know, these people need, like, you can't trust greedy people with a whole bunch of money because everybody in that stock market is fucking greedy as fuck. Or, uh, you know, in in finance, greedy bastards, and, and they gotta have some kind of restrictions, You need some kind of government influence or they're gonna go crazy, which they did.
1: Ryan Barnes, what you think the percentage of Trump went in again? Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with my brother,
7: Jason, J. Boogie, uh, 50-50, you know, because how did he get in the first time? You know what I mean? Like, he he's a celebrity, you know what I mean, slash entrepreneur, you know what I mean? Like, he... I remember, that, you know, back in the days when he was doing his show, and I I just noticed that he didn't like black people from then, you know what I mean? He used to fire the black people for funny reasons, you know what I mean, on that uh, Apprentice show. And I never really liked Trump since then. But, you know what I mean, since he become president, he showed he showed his ass, you know what I mean? He let people know that, you know, he don't care, you know what I mean, about poor people, black people. He, he just for the... People like him, you know what I mean. So this this country is is majority white, and the poor, the middle class, and the rich, uh, mess with Trump. You know what I mean. I I see it down here. You know what I mean. They be having a Trump for two thousand twenty four signs on their yards and on their cars and all of that. And I'll be like, yo, that's crazy, yo. But it is what it is, you know what I mean? They they like his style, you know what I mean? So
1: like I said, it might be 50-50. fifty right, fifty. I'm gonna ask um Please correct Joe, in your opinion, who would be the best candidate to be president of the United States for the
0: next term? I mean
2: Biden gonna win again, right? I mean, I'm not, no, I'm no, not no. a, I'm not a I, I don't like anybody, bro. Like, it's weird. Like like, like George Carlin said, right? It's a it's a democracy, but we got we to gotta pick the lesser two evils, right? Like, I don't like Biden. Never liked Biden. I don't like Kamala Harris, right? I, I'm not a fan of Trump. I'm not a fan of Santos. Like, we need more choices, bro. This is... I love Bernie Sanders. I said it before. I feel like Bernie was my man. I love Bernie, but they they did everything to stop him. But that was my guy, man, Bernie Sanders. But, uh, you know.
1: Bernie not running again, Joe, so that's not
2: happening. (laughs) Yeah, but I I know, but... I I guess I gotta go bite him, bro. I mean, he, he hasn't done a horrible job, right? To me, he hasn't done like a job where it's like detrimental Thing, right he, he 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 tried to you know he did he did the best he could to try to avoid war he, he he's trying so i w- i would have to go with biden even though i don't like him like i said but that's the, the lesser of two evils which is fucking crazy
1: what about you Ryan bars. yeah um, even though
7: biden you know I me mean, aka cb joe you know what I mean, be doing, you know what I mean, the things that he doing at press conferences, like going to sleep on people that's asking me questions and stuff like that. He, like Joe said, he hasn't been the worst president we had, you know what I mean? So I would give him another chance, you know what I mean, and to see if he would, you know what I mean, step up his game. And, um, you know what I mean, hopefully he is the next president because I don't want to see Trump in there stirring up racial problems again.
1: All right, Jay Boogie. Um, you you asking for for best candidates for Democratic Party? No, for president of the United States.
3: Um I think um I I honestly look at somebody like I'm 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 pretty torn between two people. Uh Gretchen Whitmer, who's the governor of of Michigan. Uh, she's tremendous. Uh, and John Bell Edwards, who is the 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 governor of Louisiana. Um, both bring something different. They're young. Uh, both live in well, you know, John Bell Edwards, the governor of Louisiana. He is a veteran. And he is a huge, he has worked a tremendous well, tremendously well okay. across the aisle, working with both Republicans and Democrats to get things done. Oh. Greg, obviously from Michigan in the rust belt of the country, which is incredibly important to a presidential um election. You know, she she won. She's the first governor to have that state go all Democrats. So she has a, a complete um, control of, of 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 the entire government in the state of Michigan. I think those two people are young. Uh, they're they're vibrant. They have a huge following. Um, and I think that th- to me, those two would be what would be of the best. A lot of people will tell you uh, Gavin Newsom, who's the governor of California, which I think that state is in a is a fucking wreck uh and so i don't think he would be good but he he has the looks right he 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 reminds me of a young uh ronald reagan right he had that that look you know the actor kind of look, slick back hair all that fun shit but i don't think gavin newsom is it i, I honestly like i said i think it's between john bell Edwards and Gretchen Whitmer but the democratic party is holding him back right now um but we'll see we'll see what happens
1: why well, I got you, Jay? What's the best Republican candidate right now?
3: Um, honestly, I would say it's probably uh, Glenn Youngkin, who's the governor of Virginia, uh, and probably Mike Pence. Christy Nome to me is kind of the dark horse, but she's kind of went rogue a little bit. She's the uh, the governor of South Dakota. Um, but again, you know, she fits that part of you know they have to get younger as well, and they need more diversity in the Republican Party. So I I do think Christy, Christy Nome, and actually Senator, um, what is his name from South Carolina, the the black guy, uh, Scott. Senator Scott is another guy who I think is a a dark horse as well.
5: Oh,
1: t- <laughs>
3: <Tim's> got- <laughs> I, I think yeah. um you know the and Trump are, two, two are the same. Uh Pence Pence gets to a, to a part of the base of the evangelical base that the Republicans really need to get back, but Pence can win that. I just don't think he can win anything else. Uh Glenn Youngkin, who won Virginia, which is a pretty pretty split state. Um, I think he's got a lot there. I just think he doubts himself. Um, but other than that, I think that's that's probably about it for me.
1: In your opinion, quick, who you think can who you think can beat Trump straight up?
3: In the Democratic Party,
1: in the Republican Party.
3: Um, I, I honestly I think uh, Tim Scott could beat him straight up, um, but I think Ron DeSantis will have the bigger. Ron DeSantis and Glenn Youngkin are the two that could beat Donald Trump straight up and down. Um, DeSantis has the bigger. He has the bigger draw being in Florida, uh, which is obviously a huge state that he needs to win. He also has a name that's out there right right now, so he's incredibly smart. Obviously, he's very calculated. He has not yet announced that he's going to run for president, but there's no doubt about it, he will. So I think DeSantis, for sure, for the past year and a half, has been his primary rival. um, And I think he could beat him straight up and down. But he's got to be willing to take those punches because Trump's a nasty mofo on that microphone, boy.
1: indeed all right let's move on to something else last one inflation ryan boss how do you think about inflation and what's the worst thing you've seen in the inflation that's been over the past few it had to be food and gas you
7: know what i mean it's crazy you know what i mean like the uh hamburger meat the ground beef I was looking at this little pack for like $15. I'm like, they ridiculous, you know what I mean? And then they got the uh, gas right now is what, 350 a gallon? You know what I mean? I'm looking at that like, yo, that's crazy, man. Like, it's it's insane, you know what I mean? People gonna wanna be riding their bikes to work from now on. You know what I mean? Something, something gotta give. But uh, yeah, man, it's been food, and gas, from for me personally, the way I've been looking at it, you know what I mean. I don't, I'm I'm not really a big consumer like that, you know what I mean. Besides food and gas and you know the necessities, you know what I mean. But um, definitely those two have inflated drastically.
1: All right, play Craig Joe.
2: I mean eggs, milk, regular supermarket, right? Cause I remember I used to just just I, remember I used to go like to the supermarket and spend like $120, right? Now for, for all of a sudden every time I go to the supermarket, it's like 200 dollars You know what I mean? So I feel like groceries is a real problem. And you know, this is just the beginning, right? And then everybody else, even though they're not even facing no kind of they just everybody just raising prices just because, just to make a quick profit. And that's the fucked up part, you know what I'm saying? So, so everybody's going up for no reason. Even the people that don't need to go up is, is raising prices. So it's kind of crazy, but you know, greed is a, is a is a is a is a crazy thing.
3: Jay Boogie. Yeah, man. Look, I think when you think about inflation, um, I think we think about it selfishly from our, our perspectives. Uh, we don't think about it from a business perspective um, because none of us own a business. Um, but interestingly enough, I went to the call wash today and their monthly prices uh, like for a wash was like 16 bucks and they raised it to 36 bucks and they haven't raised it in six years. Right. And so how can a business survive um, if they can't keep up with the market and inflation prices? So, yes, it, we look at these prices and say, Jesus, what is going on? But from a business perspective, how does a business survive if they don't keep up with inflation? Uh, it sucks for us as consumers. It sucks for us uh, because we voted for these people that sit in his office that that are not doing things uh, enough to control the inflation. And I think you know when you look at a fifteen you know billion dollar or trillion dollar or five trillion dollar infrastructure bill that was passed, uh, who gives a fuck about that? What the American cares about today is gas prices, eggs, meat, beef, hamburgers. You know everyday living for me, how does that impact me? And so, yes, this president can run out there and tout a $5 trillion infrastructure bill that was passed. Who's going to see the impacts of that? Nobody knows. Nobody gives a shit. But what I do care about is why am I spending $80 at the gas pump every time I go to the gas? Why am I spending $9 um, to go get a, a dozen of eggs? right? We have to pay those prices because of inflation, because things are not being done at the federal level to, to, to manage these things. Um, and so I, when I think about inflation, I think about a piss poor performance by by the government, uh, by the administration right now, um, to, to, to not be able to control it. That's what I think about is a lack of effort uh, given at the federal level to ensure that all of these folks that have voted for them to put them in that office and those that did not vote for them to put them in office uh, can live at, at a at a reasonable pace, at a reasonable cost, uh, and not have to worry about where the next egg or, or ounce of gas is going to come from.
1: Right. Well, let's just ask this question, Ryan. Boss, can inflation be uh, reversed? I don't know, man. Like,
7: I don't know how, you know what I mean? Because we in debt already, you know what I mean? And that ain't helping the situation. So how can it be reversed, you know what I mean? Like like I said, you know what I mean, before they need to start taxing the rich and and, and that's the only, you know what I mean, solution that I see to giving some money into evening even out the plane, you know what I mean? So, you know, even out, the, I should say the playing field. So now that, you know what I mean, we have taxes coming from the rich. is trickling down to the mid-class and the lower-class people that's working and trying to support their families. But
1: uh, other than that, I don't know. All right. Play correct,
2: Joe. When, when, when the economy get better, yeah. But I don't think we're in a position right now to get out of inflation, because of this war, because of what Russia and China is doing, because of you know because of all the money we spent on on the pandemic, right? So we are still trying to recover from all these things. So I, I just feel like we gotta just tighten our belts for a little bit longer. Like the inflation is just to balance things back out, right? So that's what the country is trying to figure out. But I felt like when when if if we get through this, right, we need to make better decisions and put restrictions. Like every time we take these, these, these banks and off off restrictions, the shit happens when we give them free range, right? These people have no kind of, kind of common decency about them. They just greet so we have to have some kind of restriction, And I know if Mr. Wallace was here, he'd be like, but well, they're the ones who for all the jobs. And blah, blah, blah. But we need to really like sit back and look at what the outcome of not having restrictions on these people are bringing and not to make the same mistakes over and over and over. And like I said, but like, they're never gonna tax the rich because the rich put them in power. So, you know, they just gotta make better decisions with the money. With, and they keep saying government funded. No, it's taxpayers' money. I hate that word, government funded. Government get their money from taxpayers.
5: But I don't. I think we
2: just gotta tighten our belts for now, and you know, and move forward when we if we get out of it unscathed.
3: Jay Boogie, yeah, man. Listen, um, I think. Uh, (laughs) politics play a part in everything we do. Uh, and so your question was, could we get out of inflation, correct? Yep. So the answer is yes, we can, and we will. Um, it just, it took us time to get here. It'll take us a little time to get out of it. But the answer to the question is, well, I'm going to tell you when we're going to get out of this is election season is coming and make no mistake about it. This issue will dissipate. As we move steadfast into a presidential election, make no mistake about it, again, there was no coincidences that the price of gas dropped two months before the midterms in November of last year. And what happened right after the midterms and the Democrats won? The prices went right back up. So they did everything that they could to keep things down. And then here we go again. We're back through the roof again. And so, so as we start to head into a presidential election uh, and another midterm election for both Congress and Senate, they will get this sh- under control again. The the, um, the feds will start to drop interest rates again. The, so, I mean, right now we're sitting at about, Let like, today is April the 2nd. Mark my words, mark my words. By December, the, the interest rates will probably be at between 4 to 3%, mark my words, because that is prime time going into a presidential election so people can start purchasing houses again, buying cars again, you know, taking loans for whatever they need at a reasonable rate. Right now, nobody's going to do it at 7.8% uh, to do anything. But make no mistake about it, by the end of this year, those rates will be reasonable again and people will be starting to borrow money again Blah, 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 blah. And so the answer is yes. We will get out of inflation, um, and money will start flowing. They will start to placate to to these folks in the Midwest. Agriculture bills will pass so they can, you know, more eggs, more chickens, more this, more that. It's all a game, man, and it's all politics. At the end of the day, we'll get out of this.
1: But, Jay, (laughs) like, tighten your belt up for a little bit longer. All right, um, last one, Ryan Bars. Let's go. What are some of the trials and tribulations of being a New York Knicks fan?
5: Wow, did you just get that, bro? Nah. <laughs> yes, I did.
7: <laughs> he got us, yo. He got us with this one. I've been waiting to free I've been waiting this one for a long time. Well, you know, we get we we got our ups and downs. You know what I mean. Being from New York, you are a diehard fan of your Knicks. You know what I mean. And you know, what I mean, we had our ups and downs for years, man. Watching the Knicks, you know what I mean, in the uh, 1999 Finals versus the Spurs, we thought we was gonna win that one. I remember me and my man uh, Jay Boogie was in uh, 42nd Street. We copped the shirts. You know what I mean. We copped so the. Uh, the person, yeah, yeah, we copped the shirts of the Eastern Conference uh, champions, you know what I mean? The New York yeah. Knicks Eastern Conference champions. Yo, we was loving that, you know what I mean? So Still
5: got the pick, bro.
7: Ah, man, that's what's up. That's a classic right there, you know what I mean? And um, it, it was just like we waited so long for them to get back to that status, you know what I mean? And right now... You know, we see the the dudes fighting. Who was it? Uh, Ob Topping and RJ Barrett fighting. I'm like, man, come on now. We we can't have this right now. We got a good team, and we're not looking bad. You know what I mean, right now. So I'm hoping they get things together so we can make another run. You know what I mean towards another championship. I'm not saying we're gonna get it this year because we got so many people. That's, you know what I mean, trying to take us out like the Boston Celtics and the the, the Milwaukee Bucks. But in a seven-game series, I think the Knicks got a lot of muscle. And we got got dogs out there that be ready to bite, you know what I mean? So I feel good about my Knicks this year, even though, you know what I mean, we got, you know, teams like Boston, teams like the Cleveland Cavaliers, you know what I mean, And, and, and Milwaukee. Out there still, so that's my take on my New York Knicks. I love y'all still forever.
5: <laughs> they
1: correct Joe. This is some of the trials and tribulations of being a Knicks fan? All uh, right, this,
2: this is, this, 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 and, and I, I said this before, over and over and over again, right? Um, so the Knicks is like, you know. Like 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 a like a, like a a wifey a marriage that you got problems with for man years right, it, it it's no sex in the relationship right. That's what the Knicks is. It's like you are stuck in a bad relationship, bad marriage for many years. You know you're not getting no coochie, right? You never gonna get that that coochie. And like I said, with the like the Brooklyn Nets came, right? Or these other teams, they're like the 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 side piece, like you know what I'm saying. But 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 the, but the Knicks just they like they like the old. The old wifey that just don't give you no coochie. you never going to get it. You don't expect it. You just live your life. You still love them. That's it. That's <laughs> yo. the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's it. He just, just, just lay together. <laughs> you know
3: what it is. Uh. All right, Jake. Go ahead, man. First of all, Ma, you ain't shit for this. Uh, I need need to make sure I get that on the record. You make sure people hear that. Uh, But listen, man, it is hard. It is hard. It is hard. It is hard being a true diehard Knicks fan. But at the end of the day, a true diehard Knicks fan will ride or die with these motherfuckers till the wheels fall off. There is no doubt about it. I will never, ever stop rooting for my Knicks. They give you a glimmer of hope. You feel good. And they fucking let you down. But I tell you what, this go around, I think Jalen Brunson was the best free agent signing of the offseason, period, bar none. I think this will attract some more talent to come back to the Knicks, um, hopefully coming up this season. I think we're in a good place right now, but I tell you what, it has not been easy. And so for me being 40, my brothers being a little over 40, we have yet to see them in the canon of heroes in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. Brother, that's – but guess what? Go New York, go
2: New York, go. All
1: right. Ryan boss, give me your top five Knicks of all time, your top favorite Knick players of all time. I, I'm going to start off with Ewan, of course.
7: <coughs> um, and there's something about Ewan, you know what I mean, that made me love him, you know what I mean, when I was watching him. Um, I'm going to have to go with... Uh, I guess I'm going to have to say Willis Reed because he brought New York the championship. You know what I mean? You can't forget him.
1: Did you ever
7: um, see him play? Nah, I never saw him play though.
1: <laughs> never saw him play, but uh, so this is your My favorite five. <laughs> all right,
7: all right, all right. So I'm gonna leave Willis Reed out of it
1: then. I'm
7: gonna I'm gonna say Ewan. Um I love when um your boy uh Sprewell came. I love when Larry Johnson came to the Knicks. Um uh I want to say who else? Uh, I guess you could say John Starks. And for my last one, um, let me see. I guess <laughs> I guess you could say Mark Jackson.
1: That's okay. my. That's my five. All right, I got you. Please Craig, Joe, your top five Nick favorite Knicks of all time.
2: Well my number my number one is um Patrick Ewan, right? he 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 took me there to the championship with no help. He lost, but he took us there. Right. My my second favorite Nick of all time is Carmelo Anthony. You know what I'm saying? Um my third is is, is Charles Oakley. I love Oakley. You know what I'm saying? Um, my fourth would be Kirk Thomas, lead scorer of the nation. And my fifth would be John Starks.
1: Yeah, that's he led the nation in scoring. Joe got- Led the nation?
2: <laughs> Kirk Thomas, leads scorer the nation, baby. He's you. That little free yeah. throw jump shot. You know about that. <laughs> Kirk Thomas, number 40. And I'm, and I'm kind of upset because I ordered an autographed jersey from um from from the NBA from Shop NBA and they and they canceled my shit and gave me a 5 dollars coupon and I was like motherfucker I wanted my Kirk Thomas, Nisqually Nation autograph so you know I was very upset with that.
1: All uh, right, Jay Boogie, your top five favorite nicks.
2: Five. I already know one of them. <laughs>
3: Number four. Who's number one? Hey, man, I'm going five to, five to one, brother.
1: We didn't hear you. We didn't hear you because we was breaking up. Number five, Charlie Ward. Oh, he got, Char- he got Charlie Ward up there.
3: <laughs> number four, John Stocks. Number three, LJ. Number two, Allen Houston. Number
1: one, how do you, Wop? Man, that's, that's, some man, woo, woo. My favorite nigga of all time is Charles Smith, number 54. No. <laughs> Fuck that
2: motherfucker. My <laughs> choking ass motherfucker. I'm trying, I'm that trying. That one point motherfucker. Mother. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to show you, I'm going to show you, I'm going to show you what it appears to be a nigga fan, right? We're 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 going into the playoffs, right? And 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 this motherfucker, right? Just to show you, Randall is hot. Then he get hurt for two weeks. This is this is what it's to be a Nick fan, and you know what's crazy. I'm like I'm not even surprised.
3: Yeah, that's why I even say that about. I'm,
2: it. I, I'm not even I'm not even fucking surprised, bro. Because this, this, this is shit that just meant to happen. We're just meant to never win. And and I think all the Nick fans came to that, that, you know, that that that, that realistic. Like we're
1: not we're not gonna win. We're just gonna enjoy the ride. Listen, man. If all teams deal with injuries, man. You just gotta deal with it, man. It's man,
2: really... we've
1: been dealing with injuries for over forty years, bro. Yeah, man. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask this final question. We'll start with Ryan Bars. Will the Knicks ever win a championship? In your – will you ever see the Knicks win a championship in your lifetime? I believe that is very possible.
7: You know what I mean? Yes or no? Yes or no? Yes or no? Yes.
1: Yes.
3: No. yes. yes. All right. Good. Jay Boogie. Before I turn forty-five, they'll win a championship.
1: well That's really soon, huh? Yes, sir.
3: really correct, Joe.
2: Uh, I feel like when black people are uh, are equal in America, the Knicks win the championship. Oh damn! Come on, bro. bro. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have two equalities. I think when the police stop killing us, we. we I, I see it.
1: Oh, uh, oh! Let me just one Um, Jay Boogie, greatest head coach in New York Knicks history. Jay Boogie. Oh, he got there.
3: Um, you there, Jay Boogie? Yeah, yeah.
1: Sorry about that. I thought I had the button. In New York, next history. Uh, ah, shit, man. I-, I love Jeff Van Gundy, man. Yeah, Jeff Van Gundy. He fought, he fought for y'all. Literally. Sith, That's right. What about you, Ryan Bars, greatest um, head coach in Nick history? I'm going to have to agree with my boy Jay Boogie and say Jeff Van Gundy
7: because he was in the middle of the scrap on the floor. He was in the midst of the scuffle getting them chips like Ruffles. <laughs> Please,
1: Joe. I
5: mean,
2: in my lifetime, I, it should be like... um. You know, in my lifetime, I feel like it's, it's it's Pat Riley because he took us to the to the championship twice. Did he take us twice or once? Once. He took us twice, right? Once. Jeff, Jeff Van Gunny took us a second time, right? Yes. Yeah. So I say, in my lifetime, I, I say it's Jeff Van Gunny because he was grabbing onto legs and his wig was flying. His toupee was flying off and shit. So he he, he was my true hero, Jeff Van Gundy. All right.
1: And, <laughs> and Ryan Boss, which team you your next rival that you hate the most? You hate do you hate the Chicago Bulls? Do you hate the um Indiana Pacers? Or do you hate the Miami? Do you
7: hate works? I have to give it to the Indiana Pacers, man, because Reggie Miller used to kill us. And I, I hated that dude for that. You know what I mean? Oh slinky uh Alien looking, nah. no, nah, but, I, yo, for real, man, I hated the Pacers, man. I hated Rick Smiths. I hated that they was, you know what I mean, using our boy Mark Jackson against us. Yeah, they that.
3: had the boys. Dillon and Antonio Davis. Yup.
7: I hated, I hated that whole team, yo. But, yeah, that's my take on that. All
1: Jay right, J-Boogie, which team you hate the most? The Chicago Bulls? The Indiana Pacers or the Miami Heat? Fuck the Pacers. <laughs> so the Pacers you hate,
2: huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. Joe. <Jump. Yeah. laughs> huh? I said Miami Heat, bro. I hated that nigga for flipping Charlie Ward. And I feel like we got into fights with the Miami Heat the most. But I just, I just hate Miami. I hate Miami up to this day. Cycling. Like and Indian that's why. No, even, even when LeBron was there, I, I, I hated Miami, right? And I hated them, and I hate their girls for wearing all them, them gold keys, because they're just like niggas. So fuck Miami. And,
1: <laughs>
2: oh, man. and then Pat Riley went there. But you know what's funny, though? With, even with Indiana Pacers, right? It, it was some crazy shit, but Reggie Miller was supposed to sign with the New York Knicks. And the Knicks end up, right? So, so Reggie Miller was going to be the original LeBron, cause he want. So he was, cause Pat Riley put it together where he was going to sign with the New York Knicks, and the Knicks was like, you know, I don't, I don't want it. I don't want John Stark to feel no kind of way. And I feel like that's when Pat Riley was like, I really don't want to win. You have to get fucking Reggie Miller. Uh, Reggie Miller, that's why I, I don't really hate Reggie Miller anymore because I found like he really wanted to be a Knicks and wanted to play with you to win a championship and the Knicks organization was like, no, we, we don't want to um uh, uh, John Starks to feel no kind of
1: way. Well, they traded John Starks for Sprewell, remember that?
2: Ain't that so... some shit? So they just got Reggie Miller.
1: Yeah, but Sprewell made went Sprewell, went to the finals with Sprewell. Without but Sprewell, they didn't win a championship. They didn't win a championship
2: yeah, because you ain't got hurt.
1: Didn't hurt. If you ain't get hurt, yeah, probably would have beat the Spurs, you know? but, but we did not want a
2: championship with with with, 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 with Reggie Miller. Not if you I it didn't felt hurt. like we did not
1: want a championship had... You wasn't hurt
2: when they
1: won the Reggie Miller. I don't know. We'll see. Brian um, Barnes, how you feel about you You're, on the New York Knicks owner, James Dolan? Torres is on too. Yo yo. Oh, Torres is a Nick fan.
6: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know Nick huh. Tommy, huh? Yeah, let <laughs> wrap this up. But um, yeah, Joe, uh, you a Nick fan? Yeah, why not? All right, how you feel about the, the how you feel about the owner of the New York Knicks, James Dolan?
2: I think he's one rich, stubborn, smart, dumbass bastard. <laughs>
6: you
2: know I mean? He got a he he got a gold mine, and then how the fuck you let Kyrie and Katie go to Brooklyn? and You got Madison Square. You could charge niggas
0: forty two thousand dollars for a ticket, and you ain't get them. Jeez, that nigga's bugged out. I don't
1: know. And to a, some of the trials and tribulations of being a New York Knicks fan.
2: Uh, what I just said, you know what? You know what sums it all right now. When well, you know what sums it all about being a Knicks fan, is watching Charles Buck, Bark- Charles Oakley get escorted out. That sums it up, nigga, right there. <laughs> it sums it all up. What the fuck is going on? Charles Oakley getting escorted, escorted out the garden. Come on, give me a break. Give me a break.
1: And so, to, what are your top five New York Knicks players, favorite Knicks players of all time?
2: Top five? Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to say Bernard King. You know what I'm saying? He's from the Fort, Fort Green. I'm from Barrier Project. He's from Fort Green. Bernard King. You're going to have to definitely throw um, Pat Ewing. He is New York Knicks. It's, it's, it's a damn shame they ain't never hired him as a coach, too, right? Look at that. Um, Pat Ewing. You got to throw mellow on there because Melo is just – unstoppable, you know what I'm saying? Got those stocks You know what I'm saying? Stalks is so iconic. Even though, you know what I'm saying? He's so iconic. Even though he was a you know came up with Bench and all that. Stalks is iconic. And for the last spot, man, it's a lot. But um there's so many, so many memorable um moments. You know what I mean? I'm gonna say I'm going to have to say Wal-Clyde Walt, Walt Frazier, Frazier, one of the flyest niggas to ever stepped foot in the garden. I'm going to have to say him, oh, my last one.
1: Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. My One of my favorites is Monty Williams. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You talking about the culture of the sons? Yeah. Mm. And, and who? And Charles Smith when he made them layups against the ball. And he trying to be
2: funny, trying to be funny. <laughs> he trying to make uh, funny. okay, yeah. <laughs> I was <would laughs> gonna say L, cause you know that iconic big L with the four point play with LJ. Yeah, that was no so foul.
3: Yo, don't listen to Mollman, Mollman.
0: <laughs> that was some home cooking. Mother, like, hey, he's a fucking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> that, was a hater. that was some home cooking. And Hugh Holland. that was a whole that was some hope cooking
1: too. Before, before, before Donahue, there was Hugh Howland. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that is. I forgot what that was. The guy that called a foul on Pepper, or Hubert Davis. No. Caused him to lose game seven at home against the Bulls. You know what I mean? Was... But, you know. Yo, 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 the... they,
2: almost, they almost had the Bulls that year, too. I remember that year. No, they beat them that old. year.
1: They beat them that year. They, they beat be him the that band year. Band? Yeah, that's why really? you homeless beat that call.
2: They beat, hold on, hold on. They beat Michael Jordan? Nah, right? No, they beat Michael Jordan. Nah, joy. nah, they beat pipping. Oh, be I'm about to say. <laughs> I'm about to say, what? <laughs> they beat be people and cuckooch. They beat people and, and cuckooch. Yeah,
1: that's, <laughs> that's, that's the greatest day of the New York Nick life. Wait, 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 Joe. <laughs>
2: no, nope. That's crazy. I want, yeah, I mean, I want to beat fucking Jordan, bro. The niggas never beat that nigga. Let me beat Jordan. Yeah, we have clean, bro. But the niggas oh, Nick's uh-huh. the 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 Nick, used to beat them niggas, man. The niggas was banging with all the niggas you said. Chicago, Indiana, and in, in the heat. The niggas banging with all the niggas. <laughs> no, but but no. No, but it was Jordan 4, bro. It was Jordan 4. Because Jordan jinxed them niggas because when we was up 3 1 against Houston, they said Jordan called Patrick Ewan and was like, You got this big guy. Like, why the fuck would he do that, bro? And then Nick never won another one after that shit. Man. So Jordan jinxed that nigga on purpose and he was starting to laugh. Mm.
1: Right, no doubt. Jay boy how you feel about your next owner, James Dolan? I'll be glad when he leaves.
2: What about you? What about you, Joe? Like, he cool, bro. He cool. Like I see what he's trying to do with the young boys and stuff. So at least he's taking a different path. Like he's trying.
3: Nobody will come and play.
2: Nah, people come in. Like you know, we got like a bunch of young guys, man. So like, all we gotta do is work on keeping them and making them keeping them happy. But you know what? For us just making the playoffs is a championship for me. So I'm happy. If they win out, if, if they if they make it at the first round, that's a championship to me. Nobody could tell me nothing. All they gotta do is make it to the second round and I, I want my championship. That's it.
1: No doubt, no doubt. And and I got it. I said, remember and Ryan boss saying we wee we didn't we. Ryan Bryan cross over the Brooklyn Bridge.
3: It was good to see him come back home.
1: <laughs> Boy. He's like, we, we, we. Ryan, right boss crossed over the Brooklyn Bridge. <laughs> he back. <laughs> and I,
7: I never leave my first love though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crazy man! All right, Ryan, boss, final take. Live your life to the fullest, cause tomorrow's never promised. Oh my bad, my bad. That's my jewel. Hold oh, on. Oh, take that's fine to all right. um yeah man we got to get prepared you know what i mean for this like the the way the world is changing so fast you know what i mean we got to be get prepared for the ups and the downs that's about to come in the future so uh you know stack your bread you know what i mean get get your pantry full all of them things that you need you know what i mean just in case you know what I mean, there's a full shortage or something like that. you know what I mean, just be prepared like you know the, the, how the doomsday preppers be doing you know because you never know that's my final
1: take um, but, uh, we gotta we gotta start uh, we as a country gotta start like paying attention
2: to what's really going on in politics and holding politicians, you know, responsible and and and, and, and really pay attention and stop getting distracted by, by craziness that, you know, that, 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 that like, it's like, in, 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 a, in a time of information, right? It's like, we're not receiving it. It's like transforming, right? Like they're hiding information from us in plain sight. So we have to start like paying attention to what's really going on in the world and and, and look at things differently and take it serious. All right.
1: Jay Boogie, final take.
3: Yeah, man. Uh, Fellas, my final take this week is um, early on this week. um, We had um, down in Fort Campbell, Kentucky. uh, We had two helicopter crashes uh, at night during a training accident. All non-service members uh, that were on both of those helicopters uh, all lost their lives. Um, this just goes back to the point of what we do in the United States military. Uh, it is dangerous both at war and at home training because we train the way we fight. Um, but I ask that you all say a quick little prayer for those not family members, for those non-service members and their families um, who have lost those guys Till Valhalla. Uh, we'll see him on the other side. Appreciate it, fellas.
1: All right, well said, J-Boogie. All right, World Tour. World Tour, you there? Yeah. Rapid yeah, fire, yeah. rapid fire real quick. What's your thoughts on inflation? Inflation? Shit,
7: it's just mm-hmm. killing me, man. Got me working more hours at my job,
1: mm-hmm. Everything going up but the wages. That's my thought. Thoughts on Trump being indicted by Manhattan grand jury on fraud cases.
4: Uh we see how we see what that let's see what happens with that like they doing all that it's just wasting taxpayers money
1: all right thoughts on the Nashville shooting An- a- another one cali voice nigga. it's like it's like that out here crazy all right give me your final take Tor.
7: yeah man it sound like I all talking about some real serious shit
2: inflation. Got to got to be the most serious shit of our lifetime.
0: You heard? Cause that shit, a lot of us gonna get priced out soon. So that's crazy. But um the Nashville shooting, crazy. Another one. Crazy, crazy. And um about the dawn. Why the fuck they wasting our tech? Why they wasting my money doing that shit? Fuck all that. What are you going to do? All they want probably is a bag from him. They want money from him. He ain't, ain't going to jail. He ain't, ain't doing the Bobby Smyrna shit, so what the fuck are you doing? We're wasting our money. And that's what fight to take
1: all that, right? rapid fire, right? All right. Thank you so much for that. Ryan Barr, thank you so much for joining us today. Drop a Jew before you go. All I gotta say is stay down before you come up. All right, Ryan Boss, thank you so much for joining us today. World Tour, thank you so much for joining us today. Drop a juke before you go.
2: Thanks, yeah. Thanks for having me, man. When you try to control something that you can't control, that shit controls you, man. Wake up. All right, thank you, World Tour, for joining us today.
1: Play correct, Joe. Thank you so much for joining us today. Drop a juke before you go.
2: In the words of DMX, life is what you make it, nigga, and I'm gonna make it. (laughs) But, (laughs) but, (laughs) nah, but I was, I was, I was actually watching Joel Osteen this morning, right? And, um, one thing he always said is, right, when you make, one thing he said is, um, when you make your problems bigger than you, right? that's when you're unable to overcome them so you have to see that you have to be bigger and know that you're bigger than the problem that you have that's the only way to beat it right and that's what he was said about he said it about uh, addiction to drugs or the financial burdens he said when you put that problem on a pedestal then you probably, you'll probably, you never be able to overcome it. So you have to make yourself bigger than the problem. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a religious man, but I I, I do study all religion. I try to.
1: <laughs> all right, polite correct Joe. Thank you so much for joining us today. Jay Boogie, thank you so much for joining us today. a you before you go.
3: Yes sir, the key to success is to focus on the goals, not the obstacles. Uh, Jay Boogie,
1: thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, I'm going to drop a Jew today. Um, practice your layups like Charles Smith. This has been another edition of the <laughs> <Europe>. podcast. <laughs> we
2: have... Uh, we have... Uh... <laughs> we shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. We shit, bro. We shit, we
6: shit <laughs>